Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. Back-to-school shopping starts right now at Plato's Closet. Come shop Plato's Closet's huge selection of like-new name-brand clothing, shoes, accessories, and even purses. All priced up to 70% less than retail, so you can stock up on the guys' and girls' back-to-school styles you want and treat the hallway as your runway. Shop Plato's Closet today and get ready for a new school year of passing tests and fit checks. Konnichiwa! Yeah, wherever you are. Wherever you are, when whenever you listen to it, whenever it comes out, whenever you hear the sound of our voices. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Talk to Keiki. I'm Matt and to join me as always, my co-hi in this special drinking episode. Even what's up? You see how I changed the uh changed the thing a little bit? A little bit, a little bit. Yeah, I did just a tiny bit. Added a little drinking episode. It is a drinking episode for those who are listening to us. We're it recording is, on Friday night. It is a drinking episode. I've got a tall uh, crown and coke in my hand. And I, I got the Angry Orchard. It's nice and cold. For those We're who are watching this. the video on demand, come by, Minasan. Come by. Come by. We've got a lot to talk about, buddy. We do. Thankfully, not a lot of news. <laughs> Thankfully, not a lot of news, but a whole lot of fucking anime, like always. Well, tell you what, we, we dropped, we added. <laughs> yes, yes, and yeah, and we're gonna do our best. And again, if we skip a couple of things in our individual stuff, we are sorry, but we're watching way too much shit. <laughs> are we though? Are we really sorry? I don't know. No, no, it's just a fuck them, <laughs> fuck them, right in the pussy. Like we're we're doing our best. You probably watch it if you didn't watch it, and not our fault. <laughs> Right, right, right. Uh, the only announcement anime-wise is Smartphone Sakai. Uh, that's getting a second season coming out in spring 23. <laughs> smartphone Isakai? Yep. Uh, smartphone. Sorry. In another world with my smartphone. Mm. Yeah, I, I didn't watch the first season, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> I mean, if it's got world round news and it's a short season, we can always watch it. But well, yeah, 
Oh, oh, let's see. Let's see how the first season did. Let's see. We've got time. Six, six, six point one six. That sounds mid as fuck. It's at least it's not a monster Kai where the mom wants to fuck her kid. You know, it's, it's entertaining in its own way. It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I'm sorry. It was the dressless shit. There's this call. I just I let me fuck my son. That's the, that's the original title. It's not full chromo do. like we got going on at it. Well, that's full chromo. Well, we have part that, of that, that's oh, that's full chromo. I, I bet you if he jerks off, she goes in and say, "Do you need help, Makud?" Bro, like the fucking uh, what is it? The um, I think I, was it a hentai? Yeah, it was a hentai. I was watching, and like the guy fucking jerked off into a napkin, and then he like walked out. He's like, "All right, I gotta go fucking run an errand." So he go, walks out and to go run an errand. And he's like, "Oh, I forgot my wallet." He goes inside and he sees his fucking sister just fucking sniffing his jizz fucking napkin, <laughs> and it gets progressively worse. He does it again. He's like, "I gotta go start cooking." And he goes cooking. He's like, "Oh, I forgot my phone in my in my uh." Forgot my phone in my uh in my phone thing. He goes inside, fucking girls like fucking jilling to the smell of his fucking jizz and napkin. It just gets worse and worse and worse. The sister, I should say, the step the sister or stepsister. I don't know what they were, but it just gets progressively worse and worse and worse. And then they fuck. That's that's uh, and then and then they fuck. Yeah, and then they fuck. What do you think happened? He's gonna be like, oh, I'll just overlook it. Nope, Chimpo and Manco. Uh, I'm trying to be a little bit quiet because we got a guest over. They're passed out downstairs, but I think we're good enough here. You can all hear the sound laugh. of my voice. Until I, make, I said, until I make you laugh. Yeah, I will try to contain my laughter as much as I can. I try. To get try to get the pop. Okay. Um, we are going to talk about one we did drop to get it out of the way. Teppin. Yes. We dropped. We dropped Teppin. For the first time, you and I both dropped the same anime. Yep. And this was the result. Um, I think the fact that they got rid of the, an episode kind of killed the vibe. It did, definitely. And it's just, you know, like we've said before, like in the previous episode we recorded, yeah, it's, it's, just just sp- it's just not our, our swag. You know, like we're all for comedy anime for sure, but you know and we're, and, and we're all for yeah again we're all for di- we're all for different styles of comedy and mm-hmm. it's done right it's hilarious mm-hmm. hell, like, hell i think uh, dragon gate does it sometimes when simo was there mm-hmm. talking to the crowd and all that but mm-hmm. other than that yeah this some of these jokes were not landed and it was just mm-hmm. more of you know what it is also I think, you know, when I first, very first read it, I was under the impression, and I misunderstood, and that's on me, that it was, like, college girls doing anime. It was, like, adults. If this was a... I'm not anime. I'm sorry. Comedy. If these were adults making these same jokes, I think it would be funnier. Like, if we were getting adult stories, like, the guy got fucked up, and then he saw a whore, and then he tried to fuck the whore, but then his friend came came over because his wife got, like, abused, and they go over to the wife's house, and they see that it's his brother fucking him, and... They're like, what the fuck is going on? And then the sister's like, hey, that's my ex-boyfriend. And, you know, like something like that. See, I just made that up in three seconds. And that's automatically funnier than what we were watching on Tepper. Yeah, so... You know? So it was more... Maybe maybe, maybe we'll pick it back up if someone says, oh, it's getting better, but I'm probably right now. Not. I'm probably not, dude. I'm tapped out. We, 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 added, we added more. So. I'm, t- I'm tapped out at 21. I didn't add... So I didn't add more per se. I added something you're going to watch, and that's one that we, we will talk about at the very beginning. I want to talk about it at the very beginning, because it is you know let's start off with a banger let's start off with the one that i picked up and we'll let you know what that is after our uh what's it called after our, our solos after our solos which means i gotta go first because i have more solos you do 
Anything else you want to talk about before we dive into solos? Um, was there anything else that we need to talk about? I don't think so. All right, we're good. I don't think so. Okay, well. No, no, um, uh, not that I can think of, so. Okay, so we're going to start off with Ruby because I haven't seen Ruby as of yet. Um, the Episode three of Ruby has dropped already. So this week coming up tomorrow as we record will be the first episode. No, Sunday, I'm sorry. Sunday is when Ruby comes out, I believe. Actually, yeah. Sunday is when Ruby comes out. So Sunday will be the first episode that I watched since I watched that hour-long special. I learned when I was watching Ruby or when I was reading about Ruby, rather, because they had a couple features on Crunchyroll online, on the Crunchyroll News. And basically, the first three episodes are a recap. They're basically the beginning of the original Ruby series, how how Ruby gets, you know, what's it called? How she gets recruited, how all the girls meet, and how they um, become a team. And it's all basically redone, those first three episodes. So it gives you an introduction of who these right. girls are. Starting from episode four, which I hope, and, you know, I may drop Ruby if it does this, at the end of episode three, there's a cliffhanger, right, involving right. Um, the Snow White girl. I forgot her name. Um, the the what the girl with the white hair. Yeah. So, and I found out also that Ruby's Weiss. Weiss, and I found out that the girls are basically uh, what's it called? It's basically like um, like princesses. They're basically based off of Disney princesses. Let me pull it up really quick. Um, where's Ruby? Ruby, 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 so hope. Hey, definitely. Oh, sorry. All right. Anyway, so Ruby, based off of Red, Ri- Red Riding Hood. Um, Weiss is based off of Snow White. Um, the other girl is based. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We are frozen. We are frozen. You got me? Yeah, I got you. What the fuck happened? I have no idea. Whoa. Yeah, you, you were frozen for like a good 20 seconds. What the fuck? Okay, Crazy. and I have low Wi-Fi. It seems connection unstable. If you're on that, Wi-Fi, that, that's that's what mine is too. <laughs> what the fuck? That's weird. Okay, connection uh, is really uh, good if you're on Wi-Fi. That's and now it's gone. What yes. the fuck happened? Okay, so what was the last thing you heard? Uh, you were talking about the the Disney princess comparisons. Okay, so they're basically based off of Disney princesses. Anyway, Weiss is the is the main girl, which I'm very surprised they don't have the other like other characters. Yang Shao Long. That's not the Yang, same. Blake, Weiss, and Ruby. There we go. Yang. That's so weird. You have Ruby Rose, and then you have a fucking Chinese as fuck name. Okay. Then they're sisters. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, so they leave off on, on a cliffhanger with episode three. So I'm hoping they continue that storyline, and that's the main story that we're going to get into in episode four. If they leave us on a cliffhanger on that episode three, and then nothing fucking happens on episode four then i'm just gonna drop it because that why <laughs> fucking why and I, I attempted to look at some of the uh some of the episodes from the original one that we talked about that was on tsunami that they have on country roll and it's awful i would oh, never yeah. uh, i, I would I'm, never go back and watch that i know the the original season had awful animation it improved but Dude, story still story still shit it literally looks like college guys or high school guys trying to like work on animation, and they well, made it. Well, it, it technically is. It's uh, Rooster Teeth, the guys uh-huh. that did uh, Red vs. Blue and all that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that was like years ago. Yeah. But, uh, Wiggle my head. Way over your head. Anyway, so that's Ruby. I'm interested to see how that is. We'll find out. I'll let you guys know next week how that went. If that's a good thing or a bad thing, I hope it does because I enjoyed the first like three episodes. I thought they were killer. So uh, hopefully it keeps on going um next one we'll do isekai life 
I gotta remember what the fuck happened in Isakai life because that happened fucking back in Tuesday. Uh shit. So Do the best you can. <laughs> I know, goddammit. Basically, with Isakai life, um, let me get his name. I always forget these guys' names. I'm watching so many anime do it at this stage, it's like it's ridiculous. Like I said, if we hardly remember shit, too bad. It is <laughs> ridiculous. Yuji, Yuji, Yuji. Okay, anyway. So Yuji he uh has to face the the big old giant dragon and his magic isn't really doing too well um so what he has to do is he has to basically get in con and get in close combat so he gets into close combat with his um with the sword not the sword the little dagger that was given to him by the priest and he struggles but with his slimes with his um with his big old wolf they are they do manage to successfully take down the uh take down the dragon and so he goes home. He does it quietly. He basically did it behind everybody's back. So I didn't have to worry about, you know, casualties or anything like that. So he, wake, he gets woken up early the next morning after he returns back to his lodging. And he's like, oh, a special someone defeated the dragon. But it, but he was, sorry, he was woken up by the guildmaster. The guildmaster tells him that. And he's like, oh, really? Wow, that's crazy. That's good, though. You know, obviously, he knew he did it. He's like, how did you know, by the way? And he's like, oh, the priest told me. He's like, oh, what's the priest now? Like, oh, the priest left. Like, huh? And they're like, yeah, the priest left. And then he, you know, and it's like, okay, well, that's suspicious. So he speaks to uh, the two adventurers one more time. Uh, what are their names? Uh, we don't see. Wow. So this, they named the fucking, that's, <laughs> they named the slimes before they named the two girls that he was adventuring with. Okay, cool. <laughs> anyway, so um, he asked the two adventurers, like, where's two next? And they tell him of a, of a city named Ricardo. He's like, OK, so we'll travel to Ricardo. So he travels to Ricardo and um, what's it called? Uh, along the way, he gets uh, called by the dryad and the dryad's like, hey, I need help. And he's like, OK, well, what's going on? And the dryad is like, oh, uh, when you defeated the dragon, it basically like gave off these magical spores that make magical mushrooms. And the magical mushrooms, you're able to take them and pick them, and you're able to make uh, magical potions out of them, including MP Restore and Health Restore. And she's like, can you help me pick all of them, and I'll give you, like, a couple potions for as a, you know, as a reward. He's like, okay, cool, I could use the MP Restore, because in the last battle, he struggled. Like, he tanked his MP. Like, one, like he had, like, an MP of, like, 3,000, and one of his, like, what's it called, D- damning blows toward the dragon, he was at, like, negative 19,000 MP. Which makes no sense. He should have died. But okay. He's OP. So it works itself out. So um yeah, that happened there. So he she he uses the the what's it called? The the slimes. They pick up all the mushrooms. He gets his little potions. Everything's all good. As he keeps going toward the city, he ends up getting caught in a fog. And in the fog, he ends up coming off of a peculiar village where nobody says anything. Everybody's smiling, but it's very, very eerie. And the town mayor is kind of shady looking. And he asked Yuji a couple questions, but you know, everything kind of checked out. So he lets Yuji go, right? And Yuji's like, that was really weird. I think that's very suspicious, but whatever. We're on our way to Ricardo. And then the end of the episode, you see the the mayor is actually like some evil guy in cahoots with some other evil guy that I'm sure will be the antagonist of the season. Um as they uh, develop him or whatever. What is this cat doing? Oh, he's over what here. is the cat outside. doing? He's going outside. You know, this cat, bro, like literally beforehand, he's like, just like fucking randomly threw up. Like he's been throwing up a lot. Either the cat will either eat too much and then throw up or eat too fast and throw up or he'll eat and then run around a lot and throw up or 
what, like he'll throw up just bile, and I'm very confused no, when he throws up bile. Hyder does that. You gotta get like sensitive stomach type cat food. Yeah, it seems like it because he's th- when he throws up bile. That's why it was like random. Like literally, he was on the cat. Like he's literally on like the on a doormat, and like I'm walking toward the kitchen. He follows me, and all of a sudden he just stops. And he's like <laughs> bile, and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? Anyway, yeah. <laughs> and he also pissed. I think in a couple places, and he's not fucking fixed. So I hit up my homegirl and I was like, yo, like, I'm going to monitor your cat. But if your cat keeps pissing everywhere, you take this son of a bitch because I'm not going to have your fucking your unfucking fixed cat fucking pissing all over my fucking house. So get it fixed or else it can't come back. It's not going to come back either. Well, I'm fucking sell it off to the Chinese. Anyway. 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 Uh, Black Summoner. Uh, what the fuck happened to Black Summoner? Um, oh, Black Summoner. Black Summoner is really cool. So I'm, you know, Black Summoner is a low key, like fun anime. So with Black Summoner, um, let me pull up fucking this Tits McGee over here. So Kelvin, Kelvin gets proficient. He gets really well with his with his slime. Um, I forget what. Oh, uh, what did he name his uh, slime? Uh, Clotho. He named his slime Clotho. And so he gets really proficient with Clotho. They keep they make a good duo. He's gaining levels, and Clotho ends up evolving into like a like super slime beast and the super slime beast is like a quasi demon level beast that's able to like engulf an entire nation with its slime and eat it that's how like op this beast can be <laughs> he's still low level but he evolved into it either way so that's pretty cool as he goes to the guild he completes 10 challenges in a row and he gets promoted a rank so he goes from rank f to rank e and in the guild with the rules you can take a a a, a, a what's it called uh adventure above you right um a bounty whatever the fuck you want to call it above your rank so as he gets there he meets a guy and i forget the guy's name now but basically this guy is bad news like he's like oh this is the guy that they say like oh this guy crushes rookies like oh he's fucked and he senses that Kelvin senses that. And he's like, Hey, support for this podcast. And the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. He's like, why don't we have a challenge? Because he's like, oh, if you want to get a big mission, why don't you go find uh why don't you go fight the night king right 
the Night King, the, the, the Black Knight King. And he's like, or I think it's like Black Knight, whatever the fuck. Anyways, a Black Knight. Go fight the Black Knight. And they're like, oh, that Black Knight's OP. Like, he, it's like, it defeats a lot of like adventurers, like C ranks and stuff. Like, yo, he's going to get fucked up if he goes. And Kelvin's like, you know what? Let's, I got a challenge. Let's, why don't you go with your team? Well, and I'll go alone. And because the reason why he stays alone is because when you join a party, it shows all your stats. And right. he doesn't want them to know that he's a, um, a summoner because a summoner again as i mentioned at the beginning super rare and he's an s level s rank summer which is unheard of that doesn't exist on that planet so um he's trying to hide that so that's why he's alone can't join a party and so the guy's like oh you're cocky all right whatever i'll crush you that's fine let's go do the challenge and you see him go to his party and his party is full of a couple bandits that have like bounties on them and shit and he's like oh well, we're gonna do what we normally do and and the guy's like yeah we're just gonna fucking kill this guy no problem right so they get to like the castle or whatever the fuck where like the black knight is and they see all these undead already dead and they're like whoa they're already dead kelvin pops up and he's like oh he's like let's cut to the chase i know you guys want to try and kill me come on try and kill me and so they try and kill him he's unsuccessful the fucking uh the, the giant fucking slime comes over fucks up everything again the guy fucks up the other dude, he captures them, and he's like, all right, they're taken care of. Let's move on to the Black Knight. So he goes on to the Black Knight. Black Knight looks pretty me- menacing. And then the Black Knight speaks. And um, Kelvin, rather than run away like, or, get, or fight and get his ass kicked like all the other adventurers, sits down and talks to the Black Knight. And we find out the Black Knight is actually a friendly Black Knight. Like he just, He's an old man who wanted to talk to somebody. His name is uh, Gerard. And he has no purpose basically like he was he basically should he died centuries ago but his soul is bound to whatever planet because of unfinished business so kelvin's like hey i want you to join me and gerard's like i only serve a king so they get into a fight it's pretty it's a pretty odd it's like an odd oddly animated fight because the fight is cgi a lot of the fight is cgi but it's not bad cgi it's just misplaced because none of the other series parts of the series are animated in cgi that's why it's super like out of place but it's still like you know it still looks cool so they have this fight in cgi and in the middle of the fight gerard remembers why he he's bound to the uh why he's like as he's let me phrase that he remembers as he's about to get defeated by kelvin why he's bound to like this planet and we see basically that some evil like fucking king or something or representative of some nation uh spread a plague uh, in his previous nation and killed everybody including his daughter and he died but basically he wants to avenge his king and avenge the, the kingdom and avenge his daughter from this guy and that's why he's uh doing that so oh, somebody commented on uh facebook yeah that cgi fight was dope <laughs> it was it was pretty cool somebody from eat the cake somebody on w2m number shout out to you guys yeah anyway you. shout out anyway yeah so he gets OP because he remembers what the fuck is going on and he, he gets, he breaks out of whatever like curse that Kelvin placed on him and they go ridiculously OP some more. And then a final explosion happens when we return, we see Kelvin returns and he hands off a piece of the black Knight, and um, they're like, Oh, congratulations. You know, and he offered, and he also brings back the, all the guys with the bounties and the previous dude as well. And basically we find out they, they got arrested. They're going to get put to death. They get the death penalty. And um, as a special thank you, Kelvin gets promoted another rank as a special like thing. So he gets promoted to rank uh, D and uh, he gets a special summons from the guildmaster himself. As he's walking up to the guildmaster, we see that he didn't kill Gerard, but he managed to to, um, to tame him. 
and he is uh what's it called and so now he's part of his team and we find out that he has 10 slots he can basically have 10 monsters or summons he can have 10 summons and uh he's got the god the goddess is one he's got the slime is two and now he's got gerard the op black knight as uh what's it called his third summons and so he's doing pretty well. They have like this nice, this funny bickering between them in his head. So whenever he speaks to them, he looks like he's a fucking crazy man talking to people in his head. But he's really talking to the summons that nobody knows that he has. So um, the episode ends with him seeing the Guildmaster for the first time. And the new episode drops tomorrow. So that's cool. Boruto. Nothing really special about Boruto because they're doing filler episodes at this stage because they're not they're so close to the manga. So last week's episode, I will give them this. They pay. I'm gonna say paid off, but they managed to link this filler episode with some decent filler episode that happened at uh, in the one hundred in the early one hundreds when Kakashi, Guy, and Mirai go to the same um, onsen that uh, that the Naruto family goes to, and so they pay that off. It's funny, I guess, kind of, sort of. It's okay, whatever. Nothing really of significance there to talk about. And then Shine On Bakumatsu Bad Boys is my last one. Uh, with Bakumatsu Bad Boys, I'm really enjoying it. So basically, the um, the gang they're practicing their kendo, the what's it called their 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 samurai fighting, and you know get the, handling their blade by with a fake blade, whatever. And so they get summoned. Basically, actually, let me back up. I'm going ahead. Let me back up. So at the episode, the the last episode, um, homeboy, base uh, Sakuya. Sakuya was fighting uh, whatever, I guess, the leader of his assassin's guild that he was part of. And um, it was a good back and forth battle. And then Ichiban Boshi comes over and he was led to this fight by his sword. And he basically gets him to a fight with the assassin. The assassin easily defeats him because his skill level is way better than Ichiban Boshi. But this offers an opening to Sakuya to kill the assassin. The assassin tells him some ominous words about how he can't escape the, the, the shadows and he'll, have, he'll never have light before he dies. Um, as he walks away, he says his kill, kill number 830. And so Ichiban Boshi is like, hey, did you really kill your dad? And uh, Sakuya is like, I've counted all the people that I've killed in my life. And my father was my first. And he walks away. So next time, uh, the next day, they're practicing whatever. And they get summoned um, to basically do a like investigative mission. Because there's people that are trying to overthrow the Shogunate. And so they're trying to find who this network of people that are trying to do that. And so Ichiran Boshi is like, I don't want to work with Sakuya. And the guy's like, you're supposed to. You can't ob- object my orders. But then him and the gang basically convinced the, the head like samurai. He's like, all right, I'll put you with another job. So basically puts him and the, and the woman, uh, Akira, and they basically do like undercover infiltration of a, um, of a uh, what's it called? Um, damn it. Oh, what are those called? A, a geisha house. Um, they do an infiltration of the geisha house where Akira dresses up as a geisha and Ichiban Boshi is basically, you know, like a bus boy kind of sort of. And so they infiltrate the house. And as they're everybody's supposed to be like trying to like patrol around those streets, everybody kind of disperses amongst themselves. The head samurai is like pissed off because he's like, oh, we're supposed to stay in formation. What are they doing? They don't give a fuck. They just went about on their own ways. And you see them at first like fucking around, like doing their own thing. But over the course of time, you end up learning that this was their own way of trying to gather information and try and get intel. And so this intel basically leads them all to the same house where the um, the, the same geisha house where um, 
where Sakura, sorry, not Sakura, Akira and Ichiban Boshi are, they end up in the same room as this supposed like leader of the of this unit trying to throw, overthrow the shogunate. And we find out basically that um, like they're not necessarily the direct leader. They're just trying to root out spies so they can kill them. They end up getting into this humongous fight and the samurai easily take care of the guy. At the end, there was a geisha that was there, like uh, played a significant part in that fight. And we find out that the geisha wasn't a geisha. The geisha was a man. And we find out that man is the leader that they were trying to find all along. So he himself was playing basically undercover to try and find out who was using his name to do stupid and horrible acts and kill them. And he, that's what they managed to do. And they managed, he managed to do that. He slips away and we basically find out that he's going to be the, um, the lead villain. His name is, uh, let me see if it's listed here. Uh, I don't think it's here. What the fuck? What in the hell? What in the hell, Bobby? No, what? Oh no. What am I doing? No, 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 no. I haven't watched seven episodes. No, five, four. Is it four or three? Oh, man, Brock Lesnar showed up. Did he? Yeah. Imagine those apples. Yeah. Uh, what the hell was it? Shine on episode three is shine on. Okay, I'm good now. That was weird. I fucked up. I was trying to fucking get the uh, trying to get the damn name. There it is. Um, he is not there. Oh fuck! No, I want to exit out. How <laughs> do you do this in real time, guys? Trying to do this in real time. Trying to get names. Trying to be diligent for you people. Um. Katsura Kogoro. That's his name. That's going to be the name of the lead antagonist of the show. Um, but no, in all seriousness, I'm enjoying this a lot. Like, it's kind of cool. There's a funny dynamic where there's a little bit of comedy, um, but each person has their own backstory. And I hope we get to see more of the backstories or we get more in detail of some of the main characters and their backstories. So, uh, oh, comment. how's he going to manage all those voices, though? How's he going to manage all the voices? Oh, um, Homeboy? I mean, I don't know. He'll probably come up with some special skill. Uh, uh, Kelvin? He'll, he'll, he'll post up as, as plot armor. It Probably, yeah. Or he'll just look like a psychopath, one or the other. Um, other than that, like I said, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying it a lot. It's, you know, it's not going to get a lot of critical acclaim. The animation is a little bit off for my take, but it's not shitty. It's just odd. Um, it just takes some getting used to. But the story itself is pretty decent. Um, I don't regret watching it, so it'll be low on my tiers of 21 shows that I'm watching, but still solid in my opinion. Um, something we did miss, Matt, as well. Dragon Ball Z Super tickets are out officially. All right. Uh, I got to buy those. I bought mine as soon as they dropped. So I got when, my tickets. When did they drop? They dropped at 9 a.m. this morning, Friday, July 22nd. They dropped. I got mine literally like I got like they dropped at nine o'clock. I got mine at like nine oh six. I'm directly in the center of the movie theater. I've always wanted that. Like those t- those three seats that are in the center of the center. That's me and my homies. Yeah, I got I got to take a look then. Yeah, buddy. Anyway, uh, those are my uh, five. One, two, three, four, five. Ichini Sanchi go. Yep, those are my five, Matt. That's all you got, really. All Just I got is up. five. Don't you have you? I think you may have more, right? But I said I was gonna go. Is that what we said? I don't recall now. Uh, yeah, I, I guess so. Anyway. All right, buddy. Go ahead. Let's just go. All right. Shadow's House. Uh, we finally got the OP, and it's a fucking banger. It's the same girl that did the ED for season one. Mm. So he's doing it for this. So I love it. 
Mm. Uh, I was wrong. It was not their debut for the Shadows. It's their Star Baron. So I guess like a rank. I guess it's more of like a rank up type thing. Mm. Rank up in the. So they're, they're moving up in the world. They passed the debut, so they gotta get some ranking. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're learning more about one of the doll and shadows, uh, Barbara and Barbie. They're the ones that like supervise the dolls, the dolls when they're cleaning. Mm-hmm. So we're getting some background on them. And mostly for, for the shadow Barbara, she has she's like a ticking time bomb that gets pushed around by one of the other dolls, uh, Ma- Mary Rose. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where she like blew up like this shadow stuff like the suit. <laughs> mm-hmm. So all that's going on. And the other main thing is um what you call it? What's that guy's name? Sean, the other doll that was corrupted in season one by Drake. Not our new admin. Not our new admin. Or not admin, uh, mod. Not our new mod. Okay. Anyway. Um <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> Just kidding, buddy. Congratulations again. Yeah. Uh, uh, this don't this don't invite us. Fuck that guy. Exactly. Uh, Sean, who was one of the dolls that uh, got corrupted from the main cast from drinking the grandfather's ashes, uh, he's, he's finally feeling better. Mm-hmm. So good for him. And Emilico, we're finally going to see Emilico, the main, the main doll. Um, mm. Yeah, she starts questioning everything about the house in general. Mm-hmm. Like asking if the dolls are actually happy doing all this work. Mm-hmm. And and of course, she got distracted by one of the dolls are trying to cheer her up. Mm-hmm. And what does the main people do? They they try to brainwash him again by making him drink more of great grandfather's ashes. <laughs> but Emilico and Sean they spat it out like covering the hand, like <clears throat> that type of thing. Cough, cough, kiss, kiss. Yeah, cough, cough, and yeah, uh, that was really it that that we're gotten so far. So yeah, and we lost Matt completely, <clears throat> dead. How about that, guys? No, seriously, I don't know what the fuck just happened. What the fuck just happened? I hit the wrong button. I hit back. I hit, I hit on the wrong tab. I was like, and he's talking, and we lost him. Good night, folks. No, I I meant to hit back. I thought I was on the my anime list tab. But I hit that. By That's funny. Sean is probably gonna be pissed off because this is gonna be one of the ones where he's gonna have to edit like a lot of shit. Uh, he, he can tough it out. <laughs> tough it out. Yeah. All right. The Devil's a Part-Timer, season two. Mm. Uh, yeah, it, they're more, they're focusing more on the baby, Alice Ramis, who basically said her mother and father was Satan and Emmy. Mm. And yeah, they're like saying like, we're not and all that. She started getting upset. And uh, yeah, Emmy and Satan don't like each other, but they got to get along for the kid mm. and try to figure out where she actually came from. Mm. So who gets to take care of the baby? Uh, Satan Jr. Uh, no, his right hand man, uh, Ashia. He's the one. He's the nanny of the uh, apartment, so he's got to take care of her. Mm. And he's stressing the fuck out because you know babies cry overnight, and it's like, how? Why? Stop it! Did you hungry? Yeah. Uh, you know, it turns out the diaper needed to be changed. So uh, the human girl Chio, she's uh, she's actually offering to help out, mm-hmm. take care of the baby, and all that. Mm-hmm. Because she has a crush on Satan or Mao, so you know that type of thing. Do any of them? I love Satan. Imagine that going over in twenty twenty. Oh, it'll go a lot better than what we have now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so what happens next is that Chiho 
uh, what's that girl's name? Suzuno. They take the baby to McRonald's where Satan is working. And of course, the manager sees it and is like, hey, it's mm-hmm. what's with the baby? Because she thought it was Satan and uh, Mio and Cheese baby. It mm-hmm. was not. So, you know, uh, like, you know, you got to hide this because, you know, that's how size going to think. Oh, a high schooler is a uh, fucking Satan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and having a kid, they're going to they're gonna start saying shit. So it was just more of a be careful type of thing. So they got to be careful taking care of the baby. Then we get to Emmy's side. She's talking to her co-worker, Rika, about all this. And then uh, Rika's like, why don't you take him to amusement park? Like, take the baby. Like, and take take Mouse. Like, I, I'd rather die than take him. Because <laughs> fuck him. And then um, eventually it gets to the point where they all come together. It's like a group date type thing. You know, it's not mm-hmm. really a date. This is more to make the, make the baby happy. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ashia is uh, watching. So Ashia, Chiho, and Rika are all watching the background, making sure nothing goes wrong. Mm-hmm. And what you call it? Uh, there is someone with purple hair hiding in the background and just does like a thing on the baby. Like, and all of a sudden, has a, she has a symbol on her head and it goes away. So I was like, "What the hell is that about?" Mm-hmm. And then it's like we're gonna get our main antagonist of the show, Gabriel, voiced by Dio. And he's trying to bring back the tree of life. <laughs> it's the circle of life. Okay. And then, yeah, then Lucifer senses that someone's coming. He's like, ah, shit. And that was it for that episode. So funny. It's still funny. You know, the way you're selling it, I'm not really. I'm not trying it. to sell it. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, I'm not really buying it. I'm not selling it. No, no. Like... As I scroll through Twitter and I see some white girl get her ass handed to her by a black guy from the behinds. Are you on black.com? No, I'm just on Twitter. <laughs> you guys want to see what's on my Twitter? It's like, oh, it's like, oh, like, you know, wrestling and can you see wrestling and thing and you got, res- you got wrestling oh, and, and then hey, there's porn right there. And, yeah, gaming, no one, and, and, and no one needs to see. I mean, she's pretty. Oh. And no one will see. Hey, so that one person who's watching right now who may not be watching anymore. Oh, we just lost our only fan. We lost our only fan. Not only fan. Hey, only fan. hey didn't. <laughs> All right, uh, summertime render. Mm-hmm. I didn't see today's episode, but um, which call? I did see last week's. Uh, we find out about Hizuru with uh, Hein that we we're, we're still in that flashback. Mm-hmm. Um, Hizuru is basically feeding her and all this. And our films ghost move. They were friends, or for now. <laughs> mm. Basically, Hizuru uh, she cut herself. She started bleeding, and so Hein uh, basically sucked the cut. And she craved instead of an M. Yeah, and she craved <laughs> and she craves blood. So she's a vampire, but not. Nah, she's a shadow. But yeah, now because of she has un, she has this hunger that cannot be fulfilled. Because she's a vampire. She's not sucking blood. She just likes to eat them, type of thing. Mm. And, um, and then we see a younger Ginjuru, the uh, the old man. Mm. With, with both eyes, and he's like warden uh, Hizuru, like not together. There's danger here. It's like, mm. like no, I go this way. So why are you here? I gotta get rid of the snake. So uh, I gotta take it out my pants. I gotta get rid of the snake. Yeah, yeah. And then um, what you call it? Back in the village, her Hizuru's brother was saying, "Where is she?" And like, oh yeah, she went to the man up top. And so he runs up there, and he sees Hein as she goes to check up on her. Like, are you okay? Daichobu. And she kills him. <laughs> she was totally Daijobu. 
Yeah, she was super dodgy, but basically, like, ate, and, like, and, yeah, you see, like, blood on her mouth while they, like, eat her stomach. His, like, dropped the bag of food that she was going to give her. She's, like, freaking out now. And then, hey, it has the audacity. I didn't do this. It's not me. And she starts screaming, and her eye actually popped out. Like I feel the, like I feel the, like they they try to get like like more graphic and more graphic each episode. Yeah, that that right eye that Shinpei has uh, that popped out, mm-hmm. and we saw a flash. And I think she was trying to make a copy of the brother, but it failed halfway through. Mm. And that caused copy. Her error, 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 basically, error. and and this uh, Fane entered the sister's body. So this basically. Thing. Yeah, this shadowy half copy entered the her the sister's body. And I get and that explains why that like basically she switches her personality into the brother. And because mm-hmm. it was a copy, she also has the strength of a shadow. Mm-hmm. That's why she's strong, that's why she's athletic, all that now. Mm-hmm. Uh the old man sees this, he's like, What the fuck's going on? And he and he gets sliced in the face. He loses his eye. That's why he has an eye patch now. And uh Patchy, Patchy McEyeball. Patchy McEyeball. Uh, Hizuru, Hizuru grabs him, and then, yeah, they escape that type of thing that she passes out because her shoulder's fucked up mm, mm. on the fighting. Mm, mm. And then we get to where, basically, they're leaving now, and when she, she was leaving the island, she's hanging on the like on, like, the, on the rocks, so she says, and she said to Hizuru that just, be, just because you were my friend, I'm going to let you go this once, but if I see you again, I'm going to kill you. Butch Koros. Yeah, basically. Corse. Yeah, and then now we get to current time. Hain uh, is talking to the four-armed creature that's basically greed, and he's talking about uh, basically Shinpei's powers are weakening because, again, he keeps going forward when he loops. Mm. So basically, their plan is to make him run out of that until mm-hmm. he actually dies. Mm. And... Um, so the, we already know the plot. He's gonna keep going, keep going, keep going, and then like the, like toward so the second can't last anymore, episode, and that's it. So the sec- second last episode will be the final time, and then something will happen. He'll die, and then he'll be like, "Well, fuck, can't do nothing." And then he'll find some magical way, and he'll be able to reverse time one more time to stop them. To and also that ends well. Right. Uh, so so yeah, they're all all the all the characters, the main characters are all in a meeting and all this, and. Mm. Uh, and shit, basically, I try to talk to him, rally the troops, while the old man is outside with a sniper, basically looking mm-hmm. for danger, and he dies. He got stabbed in the head. He found fucking danger, all right. Yeah, and so the forearm guy, the, the forearm shadow guy, he grabbed the rifle and sniped Shinpei in the head while he was talking. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, so, yeah, you don't see the bullet go through his head, but you just see, like, stuff that happened. And now he's, like, woken up in the kitchen, like, what happened? What happened? Why am I here? <laughs> Damn. It's like, fuck. <laughs> so, yeah, so they explained his route, and then, yeah, now they know how, the, how they're going to try to drain out his power. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, now he really has to be on guard no matter where he is. Mm-hmm. That okay. Makes that makes sense. All right. I got two more. All righty. Classroom of the Elite. Oh, God. The science one. It's like <sighs> fucking. Rocket science, but yeah, they—they're not. It's not as complex here though. This time is it, hold on. Is this the episode where we saw the memes of the spread them? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Basically, the the girl the pit the way we left off. The girls are bullying uh K, and uh, basically one of Ayana Koji's uh, classmates. He went. He went to go stop them. The girls leave for now, 
And Ayana Koji's like, I got an idea. So he calls, so he texts the girls to go basically harass her again. Mm-hmm. Like basically admits like being bullied and all this. And the girl she some supposedly bumped into, she's like, she doesn't want to slap this. She doesn't want to slap her, but she eventually does. Her friends force her to beat the shit out of her, and they all do. And now she's enjoying it. Mm. So she's been hair pulled, clothes about to rip, just punching the shit out of her. Mm. And, and, and so they eventually leave. Ayana Koji sees this. He starts going towards her. And yeah, and he's just basically like, like you're a bully and all this. He's like, I could help you. And she's like, what do you want? Like, my body's like, that's not a bad idea. Spread your legs. Yeah, and you're like doing all this to her because basically, like, yes, yeah, she's been bullied and all like this. Like, it's so fucked up though when you think about it though. Like, literally, like, he, he's, he's taking advantage of someone who's like emotionally like weak. That's why like, he's doing it. That's because so... he because he knows that since he's been bullied, she wants to avoid as much as possible. So, it's like, okay, basically do this, or I basically bully you. It's fucked up. He is fucked up, and I hate when we have to like, wow, that's so amazing. No, it's not. Shut up. <laughs> You're not like him. You're just socially awkward. So because of this, though, he offers to help her. It's like, if you're with me, if you give me what I want, I'm not going to have them hurt you, basically. Mm-hmm. And then you see, like, his lips moving, but you don't hear what he's saying. So, and that's going to come into play in a bit. Mm. And they're at the last meeting for the... Uh, for to find out who the VIP is to get those points. Mm-hmm. Before that, though, he called. He actually called the teacher over, and he says, "I want to buy something with the points." They don't tell you what he buys. Your pussy. That, well, he said you could buy literally anything with points. Vagina. Yes, uh, and he learned Marco. from and he learned from K or Saria Honami that basically, if you want to move up to class A. You they stock up on points and you need about 20 million points. You gotta fuck all the girls with them. Take their points. Exactly. Uh but yeah, and apparently no one's ever done that. So that's what this girl's trying to go for. They had the meeting. Uh but anyway, uh they're at the meeting. Oh, that was a serious Uh, question. How many points does she have? Is she trying to get 20 million? Like what does she have? Like uh she has two million. Okay, so she needs 18 million. How and when does she need them by? Um by this by the end of the school year. And what uh what 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 is it now? August? Uh they're 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 on the they're on the first school year. So it's August. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They got a while. Again, that's not the only way too. You've just passed the test, all the things that they give you, then that's another way to move up. Mm. But um cool. but yeah, uh, basically they're saying this is again cat's trying to get into the closet. I'm sorry, man. Kitty, come out of the closet. Come out the closet. Trapped in the closet is one of my... You know, R. Kelly may be a piece of shit, but goddamn, trapped in the closet, fucking amazing. It, it, it is so stupid, but... It's so time, great. But it's the beat. It's the same beat on a it loop is. over it and is. over again. It's, it's like, and you'll never get a sequel. And you'll never get the sequel. But yeah, basically, it's a deadlock. That's what we need. I'm trapped in the jail cell. He pulls his pants down. He bends me over. He put the soap in front of my foot, and then I said no, and then he said yes, and he put it in me, in me. Oh my god! Because <laughs> it's something like that, right? Yes. And then he shoved it. Did I mention he shoved it in it? <laughs> And it's so deep, I can feel it in me, and it's pumping, and it's pumping, pumping in my ass. 
Let's stop. Let's stop. Let's stop. <laughs> oh, Let's stop it. Yes, he's dying. <laughs> you pop him. Let me finish. That's it's what she a, said. Shut up. <laughs> it's a stalemate. So the classmate says, you know, let's just show our phones, see who the VIP is, and we won't rat each other out. So it's like, nope, no, no. And then someone said uh, that she was the VIP. And so this uh, Class B person. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Onami, she calls Ayana Koji's phone, and Kay has it. And she's like, like, that's not the VIP. It's Ayana Koji. You, you guys switch phones. I'm not stupid. I have your number. So, yeah, Ayana Koji, you're the VIP. So I was like, okay, we all agree that we're not going to vote for, or like, we're not going to vote him, that type of thing. But, you know, they're because they want the points. <laughs> right. And, all right, he's, he's gone. He's dead. Forever. I was trying to be silent while you kept talking. This is going to be one where I'm like, all right, I got to go refill my drink. Keep on talking. But you're not going to hear me. I mean, I can hear you from my kitchen. You want me to take you? I'll take you to my kitchen. Oh, I'll yeah, take sure. you way to my kitchen if you want me to. Yeah, sure. But you, you, got, on, you got on the phone. You, you got you get to put up on your phone. Yeah, but no, I can't. Like, Whatever. Fuck. Yeah. We're going to disconnect the mic and then I can reconnect it. It's fine. We're all going to go on a field trip while you two keep talking. All right. Uh, while that is going on, uh, basically, you find out what Ayana Dakoji did. He talked to Kay in the boiler room, says, I know you're the VIP. So, and this is the plan because they, cause they knew that one of the class baits he had was going to fuck up. So, he bought with the, with the points of the teacher a way to open up the phone to get to switch, to switch the SIM cards. So, that way, his SIM card is in her phone while hers is in his phone to make them think that. Basically, that he's the VIP when he's not, it's really her. So he wins, basically. He wins in that round. And he fucked over his classmates. And that that was where that episode ended. Dirty dick bastard. How do I sound? But no, that was good. Uh, I was like, all right, nice. We're getting somewhere. All right, last one. Isekai, Isekai OG-san. Isekai OG-san. This is your new one. This is my new one. Watch me. It aired two days ago. This is so unprofessional, probably, to somebody who's watching. They're like, oh, fucking Mark Radley's podcast isn't like this. Well, they're not the sponsor, so. <laughs> but yeah. uh, ba- basically, it kicks off with uh, Takrafumi. He's he's visiting his uncle in the hospital because I found that you find out 17 years ago he got hit by a truck. So he's in a coma. Yes, actually, yes. 
Uh, so he was in a coma for 17 years, and then he woke up. And when he woke up, he started speaking in this weird language. And he was talking about how he was in a fantasy world for those 17 years in this coma. So he's trying to prove it to Takafumi. And of course, and Oji san is uh, voiced by Dio, so that's also great. And um, <laughs> so, he, so he's trying to elevate his, uh, his, his cup of water with wind magic, but it's not working. But he says it in Japanese, since he's in Japan now, it works. Oh, wow. So it has to be. Not Japanese? What? He's not Japanese? No, he is, but he but since he's been in a fantasy world for 17 years, he was, he was speaking that language. He was speaking like this uh, language from the other world he was in when Kumatos. Mm, yeah, so those that now he's speaking his normal language, it works. All the spells work. And Takumi sees it, he's like, What the fuck? <laughs> it's like, you like, because oh, 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 oh. I think I saw a thing on that. So he wakes up. And he tries. He's supposed to speak the language. Nothing happens. He speaks Japanese, and then now he can cast magic. Yes, if he speaks in his in the language he's in now, in his native language, it'll work there because he's not in that world anymore. Mm, so he still got crazy mythical powers somehow. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. So he he's doing all this shit, and then um, yeah, and he still has memories of that other world, and he'll he'll let you he'll actually let you see them, like through his eyes type of thing. Like he, he, like he'll cast a spell. And you'll see it like on a on a screen, and that's how you get to see what his kampai, and you get to see the stuff he did back then. And then, um, so basically, uh, Takafumi he takes him in because he has nowhere to go because his family basically said fuck him after being in a coma for seventeen years. Right in the pussy. Fuck. Yep. And he's like, tell me, is Sega still winning the console wars? <laughs> and he's and like oh oh god I don't know how to tell you this uh, we're yeah, at sixty nine so yeah he he finds out Sega's not doing games and he's like heartbroken man <laughs> nah. and so they're trying to find a way to make money so, okay since you actually do your spells let's make uh, YouTube videos and he's been doing this that type of thing and of course the the comment section is people saying it's fake, fake late lousy CGI. He never experienced trolling or bullying online. Oh. He's been at a time where they had no cell phones and all this. They had no internet. Yeah, no, they had didn't have any of this. Mm-hmm. And then uh and they was talking about his life in the in the other world. Like Wait, how old is Homeboy? Not the, the uncle? uncle, the other guy. No, the other guy. He's gotta be in his early twenties, right? Akafumi? Gotta be in his early twenties. I gotta look now. As I adjust my hair, like I do. He, all he's time. got. He's got. Uh, he's seventeen. So he wasn't even born when his uncle went to a coma. I think it's around. It was around that same year. Yeah. So then, how does he have such a close relationship with his uncle? He doesn't. He's like the only one that like visits him. But yeah, but why? If the rest of his family's like that, and the kid wasn't even born or knew him. It was basically. It was basically it was more of he wanted. To, he wanted to learn about him. Hey, here's this guy who's related to us. Who's a, who's a fucking vegetable. Let me see what I can yeah, learn about and, the vegetable. And he's like, I like I was in another world. I could do powers. You want to see? He's like, uh, sure. And he's like, okay, sure. Takes a new meaning to the cool uncle. He is the cool uncle. <laughs> and real, he was man. he was talking about uh, this elf girl. Uh, we don't know her name yet. Her, just right now, her name is Elf. He's talking about oh, how she was mean to him there. And yeah, she was she was basically a Sundari, and she didn't know, and he didn't know what a Sundari was because they weren't popular until like two thousand four. And he was in a coma before that. So he's like describing. I was like, oh, it's like, it's like, oh, it's like it's not like I want to save you or anything, like all this stuff. Is like, oh, okay, she's a Sundari and he doesn't know. Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, and then he and then the, what you call it? Takafumi tells the uncle like maybe you should get a cell phone. I was like, okay, I got one. I'm gonna get one. It's like this cheap 2G flip phone. Mm-hmm. He's like he's like trying to put a bid on it. And he's like, oh shit, the bid's about to. End. He's like, how much is shipping? I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then, but the bid's over. Uh, the phone was sixteen hundred yen, and the shipping was two thousand yen. Oh man. So basically, he's like, "Oh, we don't have to pay for shipping. We go pick it up." So, so the uncle's like, "I'll be right back." He just jumps out the window, and you see him flying. What the fuck? So he basically flies and to grab them to get the phone. He's like, "You could do this." And he's like, and then the, and then Takapuri's like, "How far would it take you to get this uh, this awesome headset?" He's like, "Ah, five minutes." Just that type of thing. And he's like, "What about this couch?" And he's like, "That's too heavy for me." He's like, ah, I'll rub your shoulders. Let's go, go get. It. <laughs> I'll rub your shoulders. So it's, it's okay. You're fine. You're fine. And then um, whenever the uncle talks about his time in the other world, Takafu's like, "I don't want to hear about this. This is fucked up." Mm-hmm. So he's like, he's like, start killing people, or he's like tied up. Uh, they're like calling this ogre type thing, and he has a dimensional storage where he like stores stuff like the giant ass sword, the jewelry. He's like one piece of jewelry, like he could buy a castle in this world, but he tried to put it in a pawn shop, 50 yen. And you see him talking to the elf girl when uh, she treated him for his wounds, and he gave her a ring, and she she took it as like an engagement type ring. Oh god. This this were elf type thing. And he's like, Oh, so you do not talk to women, right? Like, oh, oh, we're not like that. Uh basically, what's the next town? I took the ring off her and I sold it. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so they have a shit ton of money, and she has like this, like this stare, like, like what the fuck you doing? Oh my god! So I was like, oh my god, that is great. Uh, that that was it for episode one. It is a lot of fun. I think it's it's definitely funny. Mm. I like the art style for it, mm-hmm. and the uncle is really cool. Like the it's, it's the fun uncle to a whole new level. Mm-hmm. And whole Isekai level. So we're gonna so yeah, I'm sure the next episodes we'll learn more about his other comrades and all that. Mm-hmm. As Matt drinks water. As Matt drinks water, because I have all that alcohol. So you pace yourself. I'm just like, not nah, full retard. Get another tall boy. <laughs> yeah, no, and I'm not going downstairs. <laughs> mm. All right. That's it for me. Let's uh go to So Arrogant. you know, what's it called? Normally Matt uh, would have one that he talked about twice in the first two episodes. Um, but since we dropped Tappan, I had room for one. And one of his singles became a duo. Yep. Matt, which one did that become a duo? Which one? Light Chorus Recoil. Yes. Let's open up with a banger. Yeah. Uh, what did you think? It's really good. I Right? It is really fucking good. I binged it is the first three so episodes. good. I binged the first three episodes. It was super fucking solid. Literally, in the first six seconds, you see five people get fucking sniped, basically, with silence fucking bullets and in, like, bushes and death. Like, it's pretty wicked. The main girl, uh, Chitose, is her name? Or Chitato? Chisato. 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 Chitaso. Yeah, Chisato and Takina. Takina is the one one that wants to go back to that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chisato. Okay, yeah. So, Chisato and uh, Takina. Yeah, Chisato is fucking... Uh, you know, again, I hate the principle. Like we talked uh, toward the end of last week when it came to um to uh, what's it called? Uh, 
uh, Trigun about, you know, like, oh, I don't want to kill anybody. So I want to know why Chisato's like that. I hate that principle. I like Sakina more. Like, why don't you just kill them? It's easier. Everybody's like, just kill them. It's easier. It, it makes total fucking sense. I, th- I think it's more she's just nice. She's just nice. But everything else about her personality, I love. She's so fucking adorable. No, like, she's, she's, no she's probably one of my favorite girls for the season. She's best girl material. She is definitely best girl material. Definitely waifu material. I see it. Yep. And so I enjoyed it. The gunplay, as I think Angel was the one who talked about the gunplay. Gunplay is legit. And yeah, dude, like, it, there's something about it. It's just oddly, like, it, it, it. There's a charm to it. There's a charm to it. Yeah. And it brings you in. It definitely lures you in. The story is a lot more engaging, pun intended, than Engage Kiss, yep. if you want to make the comparison of the two, um, with, you know, two ass kicking girls. Um, yeah, but but this one is definitely. I actually like this one better. <laughs> I do. I would say I like I like um like 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 chorus better than than engage kiss. But engage kiss is still solid. But yeah. um, yeah, dude, I enjoyed it very much. The story was good. Episode three, this last one that we're gonna review, was the best one um, of the three so far. And uh, yeah, dude, let's get into it. Uh, but yeah, um, what you call it? It's about this is we focus more on talking on this one. Like she doesn't want to interact with the crew. Yeah. Yes. Well, first we got our little a little etchy with uh with uh Chisato on her couch in fucking brown panties. Well, and we see yeah. her again in brown panties later on. Yeah, but yeah, we got we got a couple of those in the in the season. I mean, you know, it's not no harm in a labyrinth, but hey, you know. Uh, I'm talking. I'm talking about Vermeil. The hat we had one. We had a brown panty shop there. Yeah. And stockings, you know, unnecessary, but you know, high school, you need it. Of course, right? You, you never know. Never leave the cave without it. I really want, you know, I really, obviously, an adult woman, but I want to, I really want to fuck a girl like wearing stockings and like take the skirt and the skirt falls down to her ankles and I'm just fucking ramming. No, that no, no, leave the skirt like, off. Be... <sighs> yeah, no, I don't know. Like, I don't mind. Yeah, you know, in the heat of the moment, but like, there's just something about like grabbing a woman's like bare hips. You know, I, I mean, you know, I guess a person, your partner, if you want to say, if you want to be inclusive, yeah. your partner's bare hips is your fucking just ramming that shit. There's something about that. You can't duplicate that with clothes on, you know? Uh, but there's also a fun thing when they're in and out at the same time. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I guess because I've never I, I've, I've never experienced that. I've never had like the outfit thing. I've never really been too much into like dressing up and shit like that. I'm like, why? You're just going to get naked. You're just going to get hot. The clothes make it hotter. You know, but then there's something about like you know, as somebody who watches anime consistently, like man, if I had somebody dressed up like an anime character and I got to fucking fuck them, that would be pretty fucking. Oh, I, I never did it in a cosplay yet, but I did with Bash in a nurse outfit during uh, one of our BDSM sessions. Hey, <laughs> hey, you can tell Matt's gotten a little loose because he probably wouldn't have said that if he was sober. Oh no, I, I still would have. <laughs> I don't know. Shit. I, we're not. We're not. We shit like we're we're very open with what we do. So mm-hmm. even when it's like, oh, so how'd you guys meet? Well, it was at a party where I beat the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's assault, but it's it's consensual assault. It's well, all good. actually, no, actually, my friend beat them at this party. Oh my god! Yeah, my friend did it first, and I didn't till months later. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! Hey, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, basically. Takeda and Shisato, they go to the this corporation where she got kicked out of. Mm-hmm. And it was more of training exercise. Yeah. Well, no. In, at first, it was because Shisato needed to do her her annual physical. 
for yeah, her. That's what I said. Yeah, like I said, it's more of like a like they go there to get tested type of thing. Physical. So she goes there. So no. So we got to back up. So basically. Um, Chisato, at the very beginning of the episode, Chisato wants Takina to, to basically get more in the group. She wants her to be more involved, yeah. embrace the group more. Takina's like, no, I don't fuck you guys. I just want to get back into the association. I just want to get back in the association. Well, being friends with you guys get me back into the association. And very cold. Um, but then she overhears um uh who's the black guy again? Mika. Mika. Mika tells Chisato, like, hey, it's the last day. You need to go and get your checkup. Otherwise, I'm going to revoke your license. She's like, all right, fine. And then talking over here is this. She's like, oh, you're going to corporate? Come, I'll let you go. Please take me with me. Please take, please take me with me. Please take me with she's me. She's like, eh. All right, fine. So they go, and it's a, a little bit of an awkward train ride, um, Shinkansen ride over to the to their, like, what's called they're in the sticks this place is like in the sticks on like some like hidden government property and so they finally get there and as soon as they get there like everybody is just a bitch to to takina just bullying takina talking shit about her like oh there's a friendly killer uh fuki was one of them uh Mm -hmm. who else got the other girl's names uh eric not erica they're not listed here they're not listed one. The thing I'm they're, they're not. And one was like, oh, I'm your replacement. Yeah, like we basically the whole episode basically is like them talking shit. But you know, credit to Chisato. We find out a little bit of backstory. We find out that who's the other girl? Fuki? That's the the name of of uh of uh uh what's her face's former partner? Yeah. Talking uh, his former partner, Fuki. Yeah. So we find out that Chisato was Fuki's oh, I'm sorry, that Chisato was Fuki's senpai at the time. Before Chisato got thrown out of the corporation. And so there's a little bit of a rivalry there. Like they just, you know, they, they're opposite personalities. But credit to Chisato, she constantly sticks up for Takina. Takina's very upset. She basically ends up talking to the commander, and the commander's like, Who said I was gonna let you in? Like you're like basically like, yo, you're done, bitch. Like you're done. Yeah. And this breaks as like, as like, like you're basically like, basically you're supposed to kill people. Take the shot. That's it. You did. Yeah. Like you're done. And Takina is heartbroken, absolutely heartbroken. Chisato feels that runs after her after like all this bullying happened as well. And this is right before. Was it before or after this that they um, accepted the challenge for the for the mock battle? Yeah, that happened before. That happened before because she was talking to the apprentice. Chisato was talking to the replacement. Mm-hmm. In the, I believe, in the shooting room. Yeah, it's like, it's like, no, you're not, and that type of thing. Yeah, yeah she, she challenged her and the uh, and the senpai. Yeah, to like a two on two. Yeah, but, and then but then talking to found out about things, she runs away. Chisato goes after her. They share a nice heartwarming moment, basically about how Chisato says like, "Yo, like, listen, you lost. You may have lost this thing that you valued so much, but if you hadn't lost it, we wouldn't have met. And I, I cherish you, and I cherish our friendship. And you're gonna find a lot, a, a lot greater things that you're gonna cherish besides this place. And it takes yeah, so like, 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 you, you, you don't, you don't need them to belong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it was very heartwarming. You could tell it touches Takina, but Takina still, you know, upset, obviously." For you know, for her reasons, it makes sense. So Chisato was like, you know, you know, get your shit together. It's all good. I'll be waiting for you. So Chisato goes into the into the, yeah, so the, like, the battle I, room. Basically, like, I got it. But if you want to be there, be there. <laughs> yeah. So Chisato goes into the training room, two on one, and just fucking manhandles Fuki and the Kohai. Just yeah, the Kohai is like, you're not bad. The shoots her multiple her. times. 
ran circles around her and everyone is like oh my god this is the famed tokyo tower girl and we find out as we've basically said as we found out in episode one that chisato is the reason why old tokyo tower was destroyed for xyz reason but she's a legend amongst the girls and so um like oh my god this is the tokyo tower girl tokyo tower girl and even the assistant to the commander was like who is this girl and the commander is like oh her name's chisato like she's a she's a funky like not funky uh what's it called she's a spunky like brat right she's an annoying brat but like she's able to like understand trajectory in a millisecond like shooting her from point blank range you won't be able to hit her from point blank range because of how well she understands timing trajectory like all this other stuff involving like guns and bullets and stuff and it's pretty wicked and so basically she two on ones them like pretty easily and as she finally gets into like a little bit of a small bind fucking what's her face comes over to fucking Takina comes over, punches Spooky in the face, slugs that bitch. Boom! Takes the gun, shoots them both fucking fifty times, and they win. And everyone's like, "Ooh!" And then yeah. what's it called? Uh, Fuki's all pissed off, and Takina's like, "We're even now." And then Fuki's like, "Never show your face again." Da 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 da. But then her and Shisato, you know, are on their merry way. Um, all's well that ends well. Then they end up playing together. Very, very good episode. <laughs> very good episode. I'm really liking the series, dude. Really good. liking. The I'm glad you picked it up. Yes, I'm glad to. All right. Uh, what, you know, even when will Ayumu make his move? You tell me. <laughs> he makes his move, dude. But like, it's just I, I don't know. think he wants to confess until he beats her in a game of Choji. But that's, yeah, that's what he said, which makes sense. But yeah, he literally like let's go on a date. Oh no, you haven't seen this week's episode. No, I did. Did you? Okay, good. Yes. So you're all the way caught up? Yeah, I, I said I didn't watch Friday stuff. So I didn't watch Friends of Girlfriend. I didn't watch... Did you, uh, so Ayumu came out today. That's, so technically, that's a Friday. No, it was technically, technically a Thursday show. It's technically Thursday, according to it, but it didn't drop till Friday, which is odd. Yeah, I thought it was a Thursday show, so... But no, I didn't, want, I, anyway. didn't, I, I didn't watch today's Shadow House, and I didn't watch Friends of Girlfriend. I don't even want to talk about Run a Girlfriend. Can we skip Run a Girlfriend, truth be told? No... We gotta be fair. Oh my god. Well, we're not talking about today's episode. We'll talk about last week still with Kazuya being a fucking perv. Oh, it gets worse in more than one way this week. Uh don't tell me. Oh wait. You've read the manga, haven't you? I know. Right, but I don't know what where how far they're gonna go in the anime. <laughs> well, he didn't get laid. I can spoil that much. I know. I know Mommy says, why can't you just get a real girlfriend? <laughs> Such a fucking moron. Jesus fucking user. Yeah, I don't know I, who's I, worse, him or Yamai. At least Yamai fucking would get it on if she could. I I, I hate mommy, honestly. I hate character. you know something. I hate fucking Kazio way more. I hate them both. I hate them both, but I I hate, I, like, I, 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 I only mommy. like Chizuru, Ruka, and Sumi. That's it. You know, we skipped Ayumu and Granny for... and Granny. Let's just fucking keep... let's just talk about Rena girlfriend because I want to get this over with, and then we'll move on to Ayumi. Okay, basically oh, Chizuru... fuck, fuck transition. I'm sorry, I fucked up your transition, dude. But... That's fine. Uh, Chizuru basically, she's at Kazuya's apartment, and you he thought, oh, I'm gonna spend the night, the type of thing, because you know, locked out of the apartment. Okay, landlord's out there. It's all going his quote unquote favor. The listeners can't see my face right now, but. I know it's it's been it's been shits, but we're gonna we're gonna finish it as spite. But <laughs> uh, basically, it's a I Chizuru I episode. I really hate that I started this series. Uh, I hate it. 
It's cringe for a reason. But uh, basically, she goes outside. She's, she's about to, she wants to see her apartment for this. Like, oh, did I lock the side of the window? She almost tripped. Kazuya catches her and, you know, his hands on her ass. I mean, is it really though? Because you, you, they don't even like do like a good job. Like it's on skirt. Like he's like holding skirt more than. I, 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 I get. Is, yeah, sure that, a, is that she's but, that fucking flat? Well, again, I'm sure it's a nice ass because we see it for the outfits. But there's, there's a curve there. It's even her figure than her ass. Uh, in, in a couple of outfits you see it, but again, coming out of the outfit, you can still tell by the shape. But still, he's getting horny about it. Of course, it's like, and then you know she falls back. Is on top of him. Is like go away. And who the fuck just walks in an apartment unlocked? Like, you know, I if I rang a doorbell expecting you to be there, and you know you don't answer, if but I expect you. Like, say for example, like I walked, I went to your house, right? And I see your yeah. car. I see your car. I know you're home. I ring the doorbell. Ring the doorbell. Ring the doorbell. You're not answering. My first thought is he's fucking. But then I would, you know, maybe hear or something. Like, or, or maybe, like, or he fell. That's type of thing. Or he's dead, right? He's fucking yeah, but, or he's dead. Yeah, but I said there was no concern from her on this. This is like, well, I guess I may as well go in. And <laughs> just, like, walk around. Yep, and, of course, you know, Kazi is covering her mouth. Like I said, don't say a fucking word. Yep. And then she's like, yeah, I know what's going on. But I'm going to leave. It's like, who does that? But yeah. you know, which I have a thing. Chizuru leaves. Like, oh, the landlord's back. I'm gonna go talk to them. Mm-hmm. Say thanks, but fuck you. Still. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also for some reason, mommy's like, oh wait, there was a purse there. Hmm. And then the after credit, they're in school. cross dressing. What? Kazuya's cross dressing. Maybe he'll be a better character if he did that. He might be. For real, for real. Yeah. Then again, after credit, mommy sees Kazuya. And she's like, hey, can we talk? And that's it. We're not gonna talk about the next episode because I didn't watch it. But from this how you this this the disappointment on your face is just I know it's bad. <laughs> it's, uh, but uh, you know now, what? Ayumu will make his move before fucking Kazuya does. Let's transition over. All right. Oh god, uh, we're here we are. <laughs> yes. Uh they're they're playing Shogi. Yeah. Uh, and Takaru comes in. Yep, take a room. Take a room. And I think you said it right. You said it more right than I did. Takeru. You, 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 as you broke up, but yeah. <laughs> no, it's Takeru. Yeah, okay. Takeru, he's there. He's uh, playing Shogi with uh, Urushi. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that how you said Urushi? Correct. Yep, Urushi. Ishii! <laughs> Ishii! <laughs> yeah, so yeah, they're playing Shogi. And, uh, and uh, this, the girl, Rin, she's like, what are you doing here? Were you embarrassing them like this? That type of thing. Like, no, you're going to the library right now. No, I'm not. Hypnosis. <laughs> Full on hypnosis. I could do without the hypnosis, truth be told, but it's fine. I don't think I don't think it was actual hypnosis, but you know. It's hypnosis. He's like, ooh, hi. This is more of I, I think it has like, I know where you live. If you don't listen to me right now, I will kill you. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think it's but anyway, we digress. We digress. Anyway, yep, we digress. And uh, what you call it? Uh, Urushi, she's talking about recruitment <laughs> at this uh, festival thing. And Ayumu is like, I'm going to take you on a date. Uh, apparently, it's code for dating. Dato, yeah. Dato. Yeah. And then she gets all flustered. <laughs> and it's like, oh, like it's a meeting at Catter. It's like, 
No, no, it's it's a date. It's a date though. Date. And uh, uh, what was that? What was the thing she was selling at the thing? The stall. Uh, uh, yakisoba. Some type of noodle. Yakisoba. Yakisoba. Okay. And then uh, Ayumu says, "Like, I'll go there. I'll support you. I'll buy. I'll buy your stuff." Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he eventually gets there. He ran from the, he ran from the classroom all around campus. This stuff, and she's like, "Why are you all flustered? Like, why are you all worn out? Like, I ran from, I ran everywhere. I went to look for you because, again, I want this date, 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 yeah. I'll go on. Like, date, oh. shut up." And she's like, "Oh, uh, I can't do this until I sell the stuff." And he starts screaming from the top of his lungs. Yeah, yep, all that. And then she's like, "What the fuck? That's not gonna work." And guess what? It works. Uh, all that's going on. He eats like. Four of them during the during these transitions. It's amazing how much high school kids. My nephew's like that. My nephew like literally had like fucking like a giant meal, and he's like, "I'm hungry. I want noodles." Yeah, yeah. And when you're yeah, yeah, and when you're twenty, that's all gone. <laughs> you're a fucking bottomless pit, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, I, but yeah, again, when you get older, that just goes away. Yeah, I'm good, dude. Yeah, no, but um, yeah, they they sell out. There were three. There was three, three, three left. Uh, blah, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Uh, and he gives them to Takeru. It's like, take it. Like, oh, I only need the ones. Like, take it. I'll take them. And and then uh, Urushi's like, really? And she's like, yeah, it's what any good friend will do. Yeah, so basically, Takeru and Rin want them to hook up. <laughs> Everyone wants them to hook up. Yes. And of course, Takeru and Rin are going to be a couple eventually. Yep. Yep. Uh, and now they go on the date, though. Um, basically, any physical activity, like the soccer ball or anything like that. Uh, of course, Ayumu he does all he does well in that. While she fucking falters and falls trying to kick a soccer ball like Charlie Brown. Yeah, but you know that's nice. They have crepes, they have drinks, they laugh. Takoyaka, they, they eat and drink while doing all these activities. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. there are some hand holdings. Uh, yeah, they go into a haunted house and they hold hands in the haunted house. Yeah, and uh, what you call it? Uh, Ray was telling Takoyaka, was like, "Don't go all out." This yep. lead them to a point where, like, oh, we weren't scared enough to just latch on to him, not run away. Exactly. Yeah. But then she climbs into like the box where Takaru is holding, is uh, hiding rather, and then she's yeah. like, "Oh, this is fun, us being in the dark so close." And, yeah, and then the fuck out and jumps out. He's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and they freak the fuck out and run. Yeah. Uh, what's her face? Is pissed off. And yeah, she's like, like "It wasn't my fault. She... I was flustered." She's like, where to go, away, hole? Yeah, now they're sitting on the bench, like taking a breather, and they play shogi with a, with a mini board. Mm-hmm. And Probably. and then she, and he was asking her like, what was her favorite part of the thing? And, and she's like, like yeah. and she's like, everything was fun, but I think this doing this with you is the most relaxing. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, like, well, I hope we can do this again. I got the idea, so I know to do this with you again next year. He's like, we'll probably have a table for the club. He's like, well, it's going to do something. Right? We will have a date, Yeah, so no, it was a a nice episode. (laughs) It was a nice episode. It is such a clean, you know, after I watched this immediately after watching, (laughs) excuse me, Bakumatsu. I wish I had seen it after watching fucking Rent a Girlfriend immediately after Rent a Girlfriend because yeah, you probably would have felt better. I would have felt so much better, dude. You know, oh, God. Uh, alrighty, uh, Isake Harem, there Harem in the labyrinth of another world. All right, let's go with the etchies. Yeah, let's get the etchies. Uh, this one's pretty dark. 
Right? This one was a dark, dark episode, my friend. I didn't expect it like that. It's like holy it was, shit. It was welcome. It was welcome. Yeah, basically, Pittori left off. He's trying to get money from killing these bandits just to get some pussy from a dog girl. <laughs> I mean, I, I understand. Not, I'm not use her in the labyrinth like it's actually going to happen. Like, no, he just wants to fucking suck on a titty. I'm sure you watched the uncensored version already, right? I did. Yeah, that's. I, I, I watched the censored version for plot on Crunchyroll, and I watched the uncensored version for the opai and the manko and everything. Yeah, uh, basically, he try. He has like three days left. <laughs> So basically, yep. basically kill some bandits and get some money. Yeah. Uh, so he goes to the red light district. He does some reconnaissance. Yep. Yeah, and he sees hookers on the window. And he's like, "I'm gonna fuck the hookers." And he's like, "No, I'm saving my fucking Saki for for Roxanne." Yep. All saving the Saki. Yeah. All's going on. Uh, he's basically he basically scanned out the area for the past couple of days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One day left. Yep. And he gets some intel on like some high level bandits and where they are and. Basically, collect that bounty. They're in the slums. They're in the slums. Yep, in the slums. Uh, so he does this when they're sleeping. Yes. <laughs> like he he grabs the sheet, covers their face. Slip very, one and, yeah, the sword. Yeah, the sword. No, you're you're skipping the one where he killed the first bandit after he tried to attack him with the bandit with the band uh, bandana. All oh, right. That, yeah, that happened too. Yeah. So he basically is able to enter the uh, the hideout of the bandits by enticing this guy with the bandana. The guy, of course, tries to go after the bandana and, and goes after um, uh, Michio. And fucking uh, guy gets killed. The guy takes yeah. his hand so he can get the card. Right. Everything's yep. all good. And then he goes through. He goes into the other room where the bandits are at. And the same thing, like Matt said, puts the sheet over him very gently. Fucking and the sword and the sheet. Quit yep, the team, quit. No, he slit a throat. He slit the first person's throat, cut an artery. They died. Yep, then sliced the hand, hand off. Quick as fuck. And then he goes to a hooker because they had hookers. Kills the hooker. And yeah, that's he, the hooker. he didn't know yet because he hurt someone and then just. Oh, no, he killed kill. the hooker. He killed the hooker. The hooker's like, <laughs> made a noise. And then another someone else. Up. Yeah, another hooker woke up and she's butt ass naked. He slices that motherfucker, that, that hooker's head off. And then the big bandit comes over, and yeah, the, this level thirty-eight bandit uh, he yeah. teleports into the other to the other room. He, he teleports into the labyrinth. Afterwards, he basically kills yeah. the guy, and he's like, "Oh shit, there's more guys coming. Let me fucking teleport." So he's like, "Tell he teleports into the labyrinth to escape," and then he teleports again. Which, by the way, he can he's able to teleport now because of his after his big battle in the previous episode with all of yeah. the um all of the figs. That he had the face, right. he leveled up, and so now he can teleport without being depressed or you know suicidal or whatever. Exactly. And so he teleports back over, and he basically is able to see the first guy who uh, gave him a bounty. And he's like, "Hey, I killed a couple bandits. Here's my bounty." And he's like, "Up, oh, okay, everything's all good." And he gets his coins. Yeah, because yeah, because like, oh yeah, um, I got I got into a fight and I killed them, but I found out they were bandits. So yeah, and he's like, "Oh, that's fine." He's like, "Yeah," he's like, "You killed three bandits. Two of them had bounties, so here's your bounty." And he has enough to buy Roxanne. He buys Roxanne, and off we go. Yep, uh, the guy, the old, the old man, forms a contract. Mm-hmm. But then, like, oh, she's yours now. Kayaku. But yeah, it's surprisingly violent. It is very surprisingly violent. I'm glad. No, I'll take it. I'll gladly take this. Fight. And you know, that's one thing that they don't do. They don't censor the uh, the violence a lot, which is great. You know, they 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 black out, and they do that also in the in the uncensored version where they black out where the guy cuts fucking cuts the dude's head off or cut where they cut things off. You know, yeah. 
where the blood is going to be or whatever the fuck happens with whatever's getting cut off. They do censor that still, even in the uncensored version. But I mean, really, the only difference between the, the, the country role version and the uncensored version is literally just the, the sexual shit. That's it. Yeah. Like everything else is, is shown and is normal. Well, well, yeah, if I'm, but if I'm watching, I need titty. So I go back just for the titty. Like I will go back online on Google, look for the titty scene, watch the titty scene, and then move on. But if I'm going to watch for the actual plot, like we were watching, I'll watch it on Country Roll. Very good. Works All right. Vermeil. Vermeil and Gold. Ah, another good one. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, even fucking Vermeil had a hard time. We'll get to that in a bit. Yes. Uh, of course, you know, we got a change in scene because, you know, it's needed. It's important for Etchies. Lilia mm-hmm. and Charlos? How you spell it? How you pronounce the, na- the maid's name? Uh, what was the anime we just said again? I'm sorry. I just Ver- blacked <laughs> out. Um, the maid? Uh, the, the girl with the kind of, kind of, like a, that kind of looks like she's wearing a maid outfit. Shaori. Okay, Shaori. Okay. Cheryl, Cheryl, sorry, Cheryl. Cheryl's okay. I guess the dog was like looking at it. And I'm like, wait, that's not an I. That's an L. I had to like go. I've been drinking, folks. Yeah, yeah. It's it's hard to t- it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. Cheryl. Cheryl. Okay. It's just it's just spelled it's just spelled S-H- differently. S H A R O L. Cheryl. Yeah, and uh, of course you know. Uh, Bra panty scene. Yeah, bra and panty scene. And, Vince uh, Russo. I wonder if we show Vince Russo hentai what he would say. Look at all the bra and panties, bro. My God, I want to kill him! <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and of course Lily is like, "Oh, if I saw Alto change it, I wouldn't mind because it's him after all." <laughs> oh, of course, and he's yeah. like, "Well, never mind, I said that." And of course, you know, she blames for male for, you know, people being spied on all this, the, the perverted shit. Even though she's a fucking pervert herself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was, by was the way, saying, you see earlier she spied. Yeah, I think you just said that. My bad. Yeah, she's spying. Yeah. One over my head. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. And we get our kind of she's not the main antagonist. We we kind of got a villain. We yeah, we definitely have a villain. Her name is Chris. Chris. Chrisu. Chrisu. Chris Chris Westland. She's from that dragon group too, but you know, she's got this actual dragon. Uh, who was the guy that was hospitalized? What was his name? Marcus? Or is it Rex? Rex. It was Rex, okay. Rex. Rex I wish he kept that name. I know he should keep his fucking name. Maybe not. Vince is retired. He'll get his name back. I still got no confidence. <laughs> I got a tiny bit of confidence. We'll see. I mean, yeah, if if they actually get rid of Kevin Dunn, I will have full confidence. <laughs> well, Kevin Dunn's not part of creative. He's just he got the shitty angles. It, no, it's just more of he's the one that tells Vince that they're not good. By the way, for anybody that follows wrestling at all over the last thirty years, Vince McMahon retired today. He retired, seventy-seven years old. I don't know how many fucking centuries in the business, and he retired. It's got to be like 70s. He's 77. I think you started getting involved in the business since the 70s. That's uh, 50. More or less, fuck. No, no, that's... uh, Sorry, 1971. Damn. It's 53 years. 52 years. 52 years. Yeah, fuck. That's a long time. 52 years, six centuries... Or six decades, sorry. Fuck, I said six centuries. 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. Yep. Six fucking decades. Fuck. Six decades. I, I, I expect to live till I expect him to be there till eighty five and then die. Then I totally expected him to die in office. Oh yeah, no, I think everyone did. Who was like, the like, he, president of the United States to die in office? Like naturally, not assassinated. Like like while, in- yeah, was it Roosevelt? I think so. 
Roosevelt, right? He's the last guy who died in office. Yeah. He well, he's also the last president that he died in his ninth ninth uh, his third term, his ninth right. year. Right, right, right. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's the only one that, that that had the three terms. Imagine if he had Obama for three terms. Oh God. Uh, but anyway, uh, basically, <laughs> we we get a we get a duel. Duel. Duel with Alto and Criso. You skipped a, a bunch of things. So basically, we get I, this I, duel. There's, there's, there's so much. I... Yeah, I see that. All right. So basically, um, so as Matt said at the beginning, um, Vermeil, uh, what's her face, um, Aldo and uh, Lilia, they're walking the hall, and all of a sudden they see the the student council, and the student council, by the way, are all gold, like gold standard. Right, because we have like the the bronze, we have like whatever, all these different standards that they mentioned at the beginning, and gold standard is like the like second highest or whatever behind platinum, um, and so they're all gold standard, like they're all revered, and they everybody moves out the way and admires them, including Aldo, and well, Chris makes eye contact with uh, with Vermeil. And she's like, who is that woman? Like she's curious, but like who the fuck is she? Like that's an aura, like a different aura, and so. Yeah. Um, we go we go forward and we see basically Rex is having a meeting with Chris as part of the Dragon Riders, and Chris beats the holy unholy hell out of fucking out of Rex. Basically, it was like, "Oh, you're pathetic. You have a fucking little lizard instead of a dragon. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, oh, oh, you got blood on my boot. Suck my boot and get the blood off of it. Do chores and I'll maybe let you continue being a Dragon Rider." And he Rex is like basically like, "Fuck you, ho. Like, I'm I'm I quit." And so he, she beats the unholy shit out of him, sends him to the hospital. Alto sees, uh, like, hears about this and challenges fucking Chris to a duel. And yeah. we get our duel. Uh, oh, you know, why didn't Vermeil make her have an orgasm like she did the last? Oh, we also skipped before the whole thing where, where Aldo finds out. Um, uh, Aldo is basically in the shower and he's like thinking about like, oh, you know, they're so amazing. And then Vermeil's like, yeah, they are really cool. And she's like, right. He's like, oh, what? Like, what? He gets he gets startled, and Vermeil's like, oh, you know, like I'm your familiar. I'll do anything to satisfy your desires. You know, like close your eyes and leave everything to me. I'll make your dreams come true. And I assume they fuck in the shower. Like at this stage, Vermeil's not a. Uh, I'm sorry, not Vermeil. Aldo's not a virgin at this stage, oh, right? Oh no, no, I, he I, has I, to I, not I, be a virgin. I'm convinced he's not. God, even if she raped him, like he's not a virgin. I think she kind of did multiple times. Oh yeah, he can't be a virgin. No, there's no way. I'm sorry, there's no, no way. way. No way. No way. Okay, continue. I wish Vermeil had. I wish like we had Vermeil's like birth control, where she'll never get pregnant here. Yeah, that'd be nice, huh? Anime birth control would be so clutch in real life. Just saying. Anyway, so we get our duel. Um, uh, Alto tries his same trick that he worked on Rex, but Chris is again a gold standard mage. Doesn't work. And basically, uh, Vermeil keeps feeding Chris mana. I mean, not Chris. Keeps feeding Aldo mana. Aldo mana. And Chris notices the mana. Like, oh, this is golden mana. That's odd. Not golden shower. Golden mana. And <laughs> stop it. <laughs> no Ibushi and Omega finisher. I love that finisher, by the way. It is one of my favorite finishers. The golden shower. Who? How was that again? One of my favorite finishers. The golden shower. Oh, you want to know what the what the finisher was? The double four fifty splash. Oh, okay. Simultaneous, double simultaneous 450 splash. Okay, so 630. Yeah, well, it's two guys doing a 450 on top of the one guy. Oh, oh, that's right. Oh, Golden Lovers, that's right. Yeah, Golden Lovers, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I still have a shirt. I still have a Golden Lovers shirt. Thanks, Todd Topic. 
but no, anyway, so like the again, uh Vermeil keeps giving Alto Mana, not working, not working, and then it finally works. And they're like, Oh, we defeated her. Chris gets on her dragon and keeps just fucking blowing fucking fire. Well, well this is a wyvern because this one has no arms. <laughs> oh, I would have no, no. it's a uh, yeah, so with dragons, yeah. If it's no arms, it's a wyvern. It's... Okay. Well, anyway. Yeah. So she gets on top of the wyvern, fucking just kicking their ass, kicking their ass, kicking their ass, and then finally at the end, episode ends basically on a cliffhanger where Vamil gives Aldo all the mana she can muster, and Aldo does like his, her that ice shot, his thing. ice shot. Like, and I've kept thinking to myself in my head, I was like, Yo, why doesn't Aldo have like any more magic? Like, does he not know any of the tricks? Like, can he not go invisible? Can he not shoot? Like, he can shoot it as like bullets. He can do the giant ice rays. Like, I just don't know. Is like, is that his main? Spell. It's got yeah, and it's a, and they said at the beginning like oh it's powerful magic the second year shouldn't be doing but like he should have like other he should have other magic yeah, especially he's supposed to be this guy that's like top of the class maybe I'm just spoiled with you know what I thought about when I thought had that thought I was like maybe I'm spoiled with executioner because like you know how fucking Menno is able to like basically have like all these different like various like magics with with her like spells with her mana control. Like, I'm thinking, yeah. like, oh, this dude has, like, this crazy mana. Why doesn't he have, like, a bunch of crazy spells? Like, why doesn't he have, like, fucking, like, ice, like, like you know, fucking ice crosses coming down or some shit? Or why doesn't he have fucking, yeah. like, you know, like, ice, like, trap, like, you know, like, like an ice sphere trapping, whatever, some shit, you know? Something different. But right. all the ice that comes from the floor, which is fine, but whatever. Anyway, it was solid, though. No, it was good. Uh... What should, what should we move on to now? Stepmom, because that's the other etchy. Run yeah, we always do the etchies all together. I was going to say Engage Kiss, but okay. <laughs> we, we finished with Engage Kiss, so that's the best one. Although oh, this, week, this week's Stepmom, not finished, like, you know, I'm going to finish the etchy part. Oh, because I was going to say, I'm, I'm closing with Abyss. Because <laughs> that was, you, you muted. I know. I, like I was like, yeah, I'm, clo- I'm closing with Abyss. But, uh, no, yeah, 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 we're closing with Abyss. That's fine. Totally fine. Okay, uh, all right. My stepmom's daughter is my ex. Okay, we basically, uh, Yume finds his uh, brother's pansu. <laughs> eh, what is what does he do? What does she do, Ethan? You're, you, you're muted again. Like, I can't hear you. I had the mute button on my mic. <laughs> it works, by the way, guys. Yeah, I'm glad we know it works. <laughs> anyway, she sniffed his crotch. Dude, sniff the dick part. Yeah. Uh, also, before that, though, we, we see a glimpse of her six months ago when where she had the sh- she had like a mini shrine. Yep. Anything that homeboy Mizuto gave her, had. Yeah. Yep. Gave her. She kept in a box, prayed to the box, and it made her happy. That was her morning routine. And then she found the pansu and she's like, Chinko. I can smell the musk. <laughs> I can smell the musk. And then she gets embarrassed. She should get embarrassed because she smelled her fucking sibling Chinko. And she's like, "I'll just, I'll give it to him when, when he goes to bed. Like, is or, he asleep? Or yeah, like, like, I'll, I'll, I'll just throw it in. Like, nothing happened. Yeah, and, like, is he asleep? And you hear, and Mizuno has her bra. <laughs> we find out, and he's like, "Oh, I think he's asleep." And he, as she's gonna open his door, he opens his door, and she's got his bra. And if you, I'm surprised nobody kept saying. Like, if you heard, I don't know if you can hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was he was he was spanking. He it. was spanking the monkey to her fucking bra. <laughs> uh, but you know, uh, that, I mean, they're fourteen. Say, it makes sense. It, it fits the mold, you know. Yeah, and yeah, they're 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 in that phase. But yeah, um, yep. 
but yeah, they play Rob Pitt. Oh, oh, also, again, she has a vision of, you know, I have to call him Oni Chan as she gets whipped on the ass. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, yeah. Hentai Oni Chan. No, Hentai Moto. It's Hentai Moto kun. It's like, no. I was like, I was like, this is not that's <laughs> bro. I wish this was I wish I want to see the Dojin. I just want to see the Dojin. It would be uh, fucking great. Oh, oh, I'm sure there's plenty, but uh Oh dude, the slip the, the in episode one where he slips. Oh Chinko's definitely going in. I uh uh oh who slipped in by accident. It slipped in by accident. Why was it fucking rock hard? It just was. Well, why why were your legs open all the way? <laughs> why were your legs open all the way? Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> why are you wet? <laughs> it wouldn't have gone in if you weren't so wet. Well, well there's nothing wrong going in raw. Mm. But yeah, they play rock, paper, scissors. Uh, you may jock in, and uh, what you call it? You may loses. So she has to explain first. Is that oh, nothing happened though? As she was like talking about her introvert herself a bit, trying to change the subject. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Why do you have my bra? It's like, Well, uh, what happened was that uh, I was in the laundry. I, I saw a piece of clothing and I grabbed it. Dad walked in, and I was gonna give it to you later. Then Yume has the same story, but you know, his boxers are in the are in the fridge, and then uh, not in the fridge, in the fucking dryer. In the fridge, <laughs> <laughs> refrigerated chinko smell. What? Well, 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 if there's a little bit of cum in there, then. <laughs> oh my god! Anyway, but, uh, and then the, the dryer, mother, the dryer, the dryer, the mother. Yeah, the, the mother caught her, and he's like, you just took my story. It's like, no, no. And All right, she... let's, let's cut a deal. We each get one request. As long as it doesn't infringe on basic rights, we're fine. Basically, basically, in the house, we're loving, we're friendly. Outside, we do whatever the fuck we want. Mind your business. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so... Internally, though... She doesn't like it. Yamete <laughs> kurasai. But uh, we go Eat to the pie. next. Eat pie. But yeah, we go to the next day, and Yumi sees Mizuto with this girl. Yes, as she's with like, dark glasses and dark hair. Yumi is like, "That's the old me." What the fuck? This guy is such a fucking piece of shit. Whatever. Like, she's like, "Why? Why is it? Is this why he said let's? I do what I want outside the house, right?" And, and so she, she goes, goes home, and there's slippers. There's loafers there. Yep. Yeah. It's and, a girl loafers. Yep. And though she goes, she goes to his room and it's like, hey, no, she doesn't go to the room yet. She like she's trying to hear and doesn't hear anything. Yeah, and so she calls so she calls, calls him yeah. say, like, hey, like, can you go to the store? Type of thing. I need a favor. Go to the store. And he's like, I'm gonna have you run a favor for me. Like, all right, what do you need? Lettuce and cheese. What the fuck? Okay, I'll get you lettuce and cheese. So you hear some running in the house and then you hear the door slam and she's like, okay, good. He left. He left. So he goes to open the room to see and she opens to see her brother. And she's like, wait, I thought you left. He's like, huh? What do you mean? Like what? And then she goes, runs back to the front. The loafers are gone. And she's like, what the fuck is going on? And she shows Onichan the the photo and Onichan's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, dude. Like what? And then he, they basically, you know, was like, oh, you're, you're tripping, whatever the fuck. And then we go back and we see um, what's his face? We see uh, Mizuto call uh, his friend. Uh, if I can pull up the friend's name, where the fuck is here? It is stepmom's daughter X. He calls the friend's name, um, uh, Kawanami, and Kawanami. He tells Kawanami basically that the girl from the date and the girl who basically was in the house 
her name is uh what's it called uh nanami uh minami sorry minami yeah minami i don't know what the fuck i said that for minami yeah. and oh shit, the fight's over already oh what the fuck wow i missed the fight completely damn he went to sleep all right continue oh my god sorry i had the, the bellator fight on that was super quick yo these fucking dagestani russians bro kicking the fuck out of the americans all these khabibs bro what the fuck wow Hold on, let me write that really quick these fucking khabibis god damn anyway okay anyway so um she basically tells uh kananami is that Kawanami? I said that Kawanami. Kawanami. Yeah. That Minami. Jesus Christ. Names are um is basically was like, hey, let's get married. And Mizuto's like, what? And she's like, yeah, I want to be Emoto with uh with uh with Yume. And she yeah. basically she has like a like a crush on Yume, right? So and basically, so, if she marries the brother, she'll she'll be in the family. Type yeah. Of and she's like, and you're cute. Da 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 da. So Mizuto asks uh, Kawanami, like, yo, how is Minami anyway? And she's like, oh, like, she's a great girl, but she's super obsessive over things she loves. Like, really, really obsessive. And tells a far-fetched story about how she had a boyfriend once and basically drove him to exhaustion. And he went to the hospital. And uh, what's it called? Uh, Mizuto's like, oh, well, fuck. That's kind of fucking far-fetched. But that's totally believable at the same time. Holy shit. We don't want that. And so basically... uh, uh Kawanami is like, hey, you need to do this in order to get Minami off of your ass. And he's like, what the fuck? So the episode ends. He goes over to uh, to Yume's room, knocks on the door, and tells Yume, hey, I want to submit my request for my uh, for my uh, my favor. My favor. And she's like, all right, well, as long as it doesn't infringe on anything, what do you want? And he's like, go on a date with me tomorrow. And she starts blushing like, nani? And that's how the episode ends. Yep. Uh, I like this episode. It was funny. Mm-hmm. Creepy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, all around good, better than Rental Girlfriend. <sighs> Everything's better than Rental Girlfriend, bro. At this stage, yeah. if I look at the twenty-one anime I'm watching, like Rental Girlfriend would be twenty-one. Even Boruto with the shitty fucking fillers ahead of fucking <sighs> is ahead of goddamn uh, Rental Girlfriend for me. Well, as of right now, our disappointment by default would be Teppin because we dropped it. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna basically win by default. All right, uh, all right. Uh, engage oh, kiss. Anyway, engage kiss. Um, we, yeah, we got some backstories here. Yes, I was really glad that we got these backstories, because, you know, at for, at this point, when I saw the episode, I hadn't watched, uh, like, Horus, and I was like, oh, you know, like, yeah, Charlie's Angels, meh, whatever, like, it's like, oh, etchy anime, and then they gave us the, the background, and I was like, oh, cool, they basically made Homeboy not be a fucking, uh, a feckless piece of shit, right? Like, he mm-hmm. has a backstory, and he's got a really sad backstory at, at that, you know? Right. Yeah, so basically Shu is asleep. The episode starts with Shu asleep, and Shu basically recounts the time that his family was murdered by like the demons that he basically yeah. goes after. And he wakes up and he goes, like, don't worry, family, like I haven't forgotten about you. And as he's fighting, basically they have like this caterpillar demon that him and um and Kisara can fight. And so we get the story from his former, I guess, caretaker to the, the 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 federal agent that he's talking to on the bridge as they're having this fight and they start going on the background of Shu and we say yeah Shu like lost his family and I took him in for a year and you know with Kisara like he found like hope and he's basically battling the demons we find out basically that all of like the units in the city teamed up against Shu and Kisara and lost 
And they're like, well, rather than fucking have them destroy the world, let's just join forces with them. And they agreed. And so that's why Kisara fights the demons that even though she is one. But we find out basically, and we noticed this in episode one, and they had to do a good explanation. If you like, you know, have a contract or you work with a demon, you always, without fail, must give up something of yours. Like you yeah. are, you'll never like be the same. Like something of yours goes. And it's this instance for Shu, it's his memories. Every time he like gives power and gets power from Kisara, he loses some sort of memory. The yeah, reason why this is earlier in the episode, uh, we see him meet up with um, Ayano, and Ayano's like, "Oh, look at my like outfit, whatever the fuck," and he's like, "Oh, what's with the outfit, dude?" And Ayano gets upset, and Kisara basically has to tell him like, "Yo, you've lost your memories. That's the very first outfit that she wore when you guys went on a date, like your very first date." And that's why it was significant. And uh, it basically, Shu gets a little flustered, but at the same time, he's dedicated to wanting to avenge his family. And he's like, "There's no boundary I won't cross to avenge my family. I'll, um, I'll even, uh, what's it called? I'll even be intimate with someone that I'm not in love with, just so I can avenge my family because that's all I care about. I'll give you all of my memories as long as you help me avenge my family. And that's yeah. all like on Shu's mind." And they make out like pretty. They make out pretty like passionately. That was definitely a passionate makeout session. Oh, yeah. It wasn't like you know I'm doing this because I need to. Like no, there was passion in the sadness and shoes like determination in his will, right? And basically, it gives Kisara all the power, and Kisara is able to defeat the demon. Um, that by this point grew into a butterfly and was flying and all this crazy shit. Um, but that's the real backstory that we get between them. And so I'm really glad we got that. It gave us definitely a reason to care about Shu. And invest in him and also follow Kisara and Ayano because of the fact that in their own way through Shu's suffering, like they're being drug along and they're suffering in their own ways as well. Um, so I was really happy with that, with that story. Yeah, no, this was, def- this was definitely nice. And then what you call it? What's her name again? Which one? The demon girl. Yeah, Kisara. She, she sees how much Ayano cares about Shu with these little... Mm-hmm. memory thing so i thought that was i thought that was nice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so just being that competition type thing no like she recognizes that and you know it's kind of like in a way and you realize this in this week's episode of rent a girlfriend where ruka really understands like yo like as much as like kazuya is a fucking dirt bag and a piece of shit like she recognizes Chizuru is her competition and she understands why Chizuru is her competition. And so in this yeah. instance, Kisara understands why um, Ayano is her competition and, you know, understands like the situation <laughs> that she's in and, you know, just does, she plays her role, even if it does bother her, but she tries to get her own like things out of it as a result. But, you know, there's a dynamic there that she understands and, and, you know, it works with, within that circumstance or in that, that role. So. Right. But no, nice, nice shit. Uh, all right, moving Good on. Shit, pal. Overlord four. How many more do we have? God damn. We got Overlord. Cuckoos. No, there was no cuckoos. There was a recap. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, Abyss, Call of the Night, and Yakuza. Okay, cool. What are we? What are we culminating? Uh, Yakuza. Yes. No, no. I feel like I, I have to watch the days. Like, okay, I think this should. I want to call the night, but next time. No, we'll see what happens with call the night. But you see why I, I stand for Yakuza. Oh yeah, no, no, it it's really good. It's so good. We'll get into it momentarily. Anyway, Overlord, solid um, episode of Overlord. Man, these last these last five we're gonna get into all oh, super solid. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, we get Albedo and Ainz. And basically, Albedo's going to be on her own. And, yeah, Albedo. And she's like, oh, if you, there's only one thing that can cure, uh, that can cure like sickness. All that. What's that? A kiss. I want a kiss. Kisu. She's like very happy when she said it. But Ainz uh, mm-hmm. kisses her on the cheek. <laughs> And he's like, I thought a kiss to the mouth would be too much. And Albedo starts crying. She's like, I thought you would just dismiss my request. This means so much to me. Ah! Yeah, then I it's like, all right, here's a hug. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, stop crying, ho. Like, not that silly. He's like, you got to be patient, that type of thing. Yep. Now, all that was going on. Albedo is on her merry way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we get a meeting with these old people, these old... He's all sorcerers, and they're talking about there's this grade 11 spell that they think they can use to beat Ainz. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, what is it? That type of thing. They're talking about the vampire, and then Demigur when he was in disguise, and uh, Ainz is disguised with the uh, with the knight mm-hmm. as the as the phone goes off. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, sorry. It's a, no, it's cool. Uh, all that was going on. I was like, okay, I bet they're all in cahoots. Like, where's the connection here? Mm-hmm. And um, their thing also, uh, what'd you call it? The Emperor? What's his name? Um, Derp. I don't fucking remember. There's so many characters that I don't remember because it's been so long since I've I, seen I know. That's why I was trying to like, what's his name? I'm you just to... binged it fairly recently, too. Like, you shouldn't be forgetting. Like, I should, I should, I shouldn't be forgetting. But again, there's so many fucking characters. I can't uh, even... jer- Jerkniv? Jerk off? What? Yeah, J I R C N I V. Huh? That's how that's how you spell it. J I R C N I V. Call him jerk off. Yeah, Emperor Jerk off. Yeah, uh, he's losing his hair because he's so stressed out. Yeah, he's so stressed out. I the fact he's got to beat the sorcerers mm-hmm. for this mm-hmm. thing to 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 do his little double cross thing. Mm-hmm. So he invites him to like this uh, Roman Coliseum type tournament style thing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, eventually <laughs> they were talking, and it's like okay, uh, like like they're like passing notes to each other, mm-hmm. like oh you're just in time for the main events. It's like oh, make... and the guy fight this guy is Eins Ungold. Eins Ungold, So he freaks out, and then the sorcerer thinking, oh you set us up. I know mm-hmm. you were working with him. It's like that's not like that. I didn't do. I swear I didn't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he and he slowly kind of is kind of like, but he's good at talking. Have you guys heard of? This? <laughs> like he's very persuasive. That eyes is like levitating above them. It's like, hey guy, what's going on? Say like, hey, like you doing well? Yeah, are you trying to betray me? No. <laughs> <laughs> Then he's like, they were talking to the sorcerers, like, oh, like, I, I need to introduce myself to you guys, and they're like, we're leaving. Right, you got, you take this guy, fuck off. Yeah. And then, and then he talks to the emperor's like, are you taking care of yourself? You need to take care of your body. You know that, right? Like, yes, sir. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go kill your guy now down there. Okay, any trouble? <laughs> Okay, dad. Yeah, <laughs> that's basically what happened. And yeah, and then he's just very stressed the fuck out. Oh, dude, losing like, more hair. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna go bald when this is over. Oh, hage, oh, hage. <laughs> it's gonna happen. This, this is a goddamn. Right. 
But it's enough for something big, and I can't wait to see what this great eleven summon or spell is. That he's gonna fucking win. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll wait till you come back because I think he's no, getting more drinks. No, okay. I thought I, I, thought I heard because my cat likes to lick the fucking the sink. I give yeah. him give him water, and he licks the sink. Uh, before we continue, I had a friend that was also currently watching Overlord and he season three. And he was like, so why didn't he just fight the guy in a duel? I was like, okay, okay, here's why he didn't. He said, unless you master the sword, you're not going to kill me. So right. why is he going to waste his time in a fight? Just give him the spare and the dignity. This is to death. Bye. So, yeah, I would I will, well, love to see a fight. Hell yeah. But again, he said, you're not going to win. So I gave you some I gave you some dignity. So just fight it to embarrass yourself. <laughs> That was it. So good shit. Uh, all right, good call shit, the night. Wow. Yes, good shit, pal. Uh, but yeah, call the night. This another another really good one. I love the art style for this still. Yes, I do. I do. It's all uh, what's it called? Outrun. Yeah, it's outrun style, and it's amazing. It truly, is amazing. But yeah, uh, yeah. It basically starts with Akira and Co. from the previous episode. Like they got like, what are you doing here? Type of thing. And before we see more of the talk, we go we we go fat forward for like know, maybe a couple hours. Uh, Co's talking to us and about like what like what's it like to like have friends that type of thing. Mm-hmm. She's like, ah, you never had friends. Like I, I did. I I, I I don't know if I would call her a friend, but you you see from the previous night that Akira still considered Co a friend. Mm-hmm. She she had the communicator with. From like back then, because when he put it on her mailbox when they were when he was younger, mm-hmm. she hasn't taken it off. So it was like, oh. <laughs> and then is this more of like, why weren't you like, why 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 just not going to school and all this? And then it turns to it's four a.m. and she gets up this she gets up this early to walk to school. Mm-hmm. That's very early. I can't do that. She says she likes to get walks in. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Uh, so yeah, that so that their walk. thing. Yeah. So that, yeah now, uh, uh, now their thing is that basically they meet up around four four thirty in the morning every day. Mm-hmm. So while he's getting his blood socks, uh-huh. like, a, like like a booty call, he goes he he goes he goes to see Akira, his childhood friend. Hey. And she's like, oh, like I I knew it was just physical. Like, are you gonna? I'm just a come and go or a suck and go. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh, like, sorry, I gotta do this. It's like, is it a girl? It's like, uh, it's like, oh shit, it is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you see Ko and Akira talk at the park, and Azuna is like spying around. It's like, hey, who's this? Who's this bitch? <laughs> right. What you doing? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> and yeah, so and then he just grabs, grabs Ko, sucks his blood in front of her, <laughs> establishing dominance. I'll show you what I do. Yeah. What and, yeah, yeah, and then she's bleeding. Oh my god! Yeah, then she revealed that uh, she's a vampire to Akira, and they're at this. I guess you can call it a diner. Yeah, like a, a morning cafe, I guess. A morning cafe, yeah. And she gets a beer at like five a.m. Mm-hmm. while they get their coffee and shit. And uh, it was mostly like them talking about each other. And then she's basically asking Ko, "Why did you stop going to school?" And apparently, for some reason, this ticked Nazuna off. Nazuna off. Yeah, because basically, 
he's like, you know, I really felt like I wasn't having fun. And uh, Akira like relates to uh, to Ko. And he's like, you know, she's like, yeah, I'm going through that exact same thing right now. Like, it's not very fun. And she gets pissed off because Akira is like, Ko, come with me to school. I'll have way more fun with you around. And I think we'll have fun together. Please come back with me. And then that pisses off Nazuna. Yeah, and she Nazuna storms out. Yeah, and then yeah, he starts running after her. And she's Can't like, You mad? He's like, You mad? I'm not mad. All right. And uh the thing that she just jumps away, flies off. Right. And I won't let you get past me. I let her get past me. Yep. Yeah. No, no, like, you won't get I won't let you out of my sight. He's like, shit, she's out of my sight. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's been looking for a couple hours. He sees about to turn into morning, and he hears her through the communicator. And she's like, what, why are you sorry? He's like, I'm not mad at that. Yeah, she's like, I was just pissed off. She's like, I was just ticked off. And she's like, isn't ticked off and mad the same thing? But okay. And then he's like, you know, she's like, why are you saying sorry? And he's like, I just want to repair what we had. And he's, she's like, oh, like what we have is, re- is needing to be repaired. Like, what is this? And in between, we skipped over as he was trying to, like, you know, catch up. He gave up. He was exhausted. So as he goes, he uh, tripped on the stairs and fell and busted. Oh, yeah. He busted his lip. So as him and Nazan are talking, Nazan is like, oh, you cut your lip. And he goes, yeah, I fell. And she goes up close and she's like, wow, you cut your lip pretty bad. It's bleeding a lot. And then he goes, yeah, I know. And she basically comes up really close and sucks his blood through his mouth and basically kissed him. Yep. And she's like, all right, that's enough left for me today. I'll see you tomorrow. And then she's like, I'll see you tomorrow, friend. And he's like, wait, friends aren't supposed to kiss? And that's how it ends. That that was still a nice touch. (laughs) It was a nice touch. It was a nice touch. It was a good episode, for sure. No, definitely a good episode. Mm -hmm. All right. Komain. Thank God. Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting. My favorite. This is, truth be told, honest to God, I think my favorite anime this season. I feel like it's going to be in top five for sure. Beyond a shadow of a doubt. No, this, uh, this is my favorite. Yeah. So far. But yeah, we, so we picked up where we left off. Where, uh, uh, yeah, uh, Sakuragi, 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 and Kirishima, they're at the hospital where the uh, where her mother is. Yes, and they She's... bring uh, Yaika, Yaika, and it's an emotional scene. Yaika sees her mom and she was about to cry, but nope, she puts a brave face and she's so like, Mom, shows the drawing that she yeah, drew. she's like, I got you a drawing and I'm sorry for not believing in you and I'm sorry for saying I didn't know you and I love you and I'll be seeing you again and it makes uh, Sakuragi and her, her aunt um, cry as they see this beautiful moment and as they're talking, Yaika's hungry and she's like, oh, and she gets embarrassed because she's hungry and so Kirishima's like, let's go get some food. Okay, let's go get some food. So they go get food. And the, the aunt tells Sakuragi, like, hey, I ran into a familiar face. And we get the introduction of Aoi. Aoi is a former family, a, a former member of the gang of the Yakuza, former family member. Yep. And he basically begged to be, you know, to be let go from the family so he could be a, a, a protective father and, uh, and husband. Yeah. Uh, with, with her with his family and the uh the boss felt you know empathy and gave him let him go right and so it's funny because he was i guess a playboy and he's teaching his son his six-year-old son to be a playboy so that was pretty funny but um he tells uh karishima he's like yeah he's like where we live there's not many boys around their age so i or not many people around their around his age so i hope that they can get along because his son is six and yaika's seven 
And so yeah. um, he basically says, I'll give you this if you go on a date with me. And he, his father slaps him in the back of the head like, don't do that. Um, <laughs> but no, we got a nice wholesome moment, I guess, between them at the end of the day. And um, we see that I always internally grateful for everything that uh, that uh, Sakuragi, had, the Sakuragi family provided for him and did for him. Yeah. And, you know, and he's really proud of Kirishima to take his his steps because he was the former first lieutenant. And yeah. um, basically, uh, Aoi was uh, Sakuragi. I'm sorry, was Kirishima's senpai at the time. And so, um, you know, it's a nice moment between everybody uh, as you go along from there. Um, as you as they leave the hospital, they go and stop to get donuts for everybody. And as they're going, we see a the introduction of a cat of a um, yeah. And I think the main antagonist Yuri. Don't the guy, the, 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 there's a guy with white hair that was like that like looked at the cat. Keep talking because I think my cat didn't bury its shit. I'm gonna go bury this shit. Yeah, he's like as like talking about like oh it's like a probably like a lure of like a trap type of thing. But I thought I was gonna do something to the cat, but thankfully that wasn't the case. Right, right. Lazy ass cat don't bury its shit. God damn it. Hate that shit. Uh who was the girl that was by I don't know her name. I don't I don't know her name. Did they, they didn't say her name, did they? They might have, and I slipped my yeah, mind. Yeah, there was a uh, short She's girl. She's in the OP for sure. Yeah, there's a girl with like, like orangish reddish hair. Yeah. She's kind of cute. High yeah, school yeah, girl. Yeah, cute. Yeah, I, I think it was more like she was starving type of thing. She sees the cats. Mm-hmm. And now, yeah, Kirishima, Sakuragi, they're, they're starting walking. They got the box of donuts. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, we can eat together and all that. And then she's like, I hear kitty. I hear Neko. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then she goes to see the cat, and then she sees the girl that fell over. Tries to attack, and yeah. Karishima basically saves uh, Ojo, uh, Yaika. And yeah. we find out basically that the girl was a high school girl. She ran away because she was pissed off that her family was pissed off that she failed a bunch of classes and she was hungry. So they gave her food and they listened to her story. And then she realizes, like, oh, Ojo, like, like, and she puts two and two together. And she's like, oh my God, it's a Yakuza and a girl. Oh my God, I'm sorry. Don't kill me. Can I have some more donuts? And it's like, no. <laughs> no. And it's like, oh, like they, she ate the co worker's donuts. It's like, ah, I will save the cat. <laughs> right. Turn and, to the cat. <laughs> and then Yaka's like, I want to keep the cat. And Karishima's like, it's a lot of responsibility. Are you sure? Yeah, I want to keep the cat. He's like, all right, we'll talk to your dad. We'll talk to your dad. And she keeps the cat. And that cat uh, is adorable. Oh, yeah, very adorable. Uh, what was the cat's name? Ohagi. Ohagi. <laughs> it's a cute name, too. It is, yeah. And uh, even the father sees it, and like he, he sees the cat nuzzling on him, and he's just like... Was that a just, greeting? Yeah, it's like, oh. <laughs> and then, uh, what you call it? Um, yeah, she's, she goes to feed the cat. Like, oh, the food's ready, but the cat's not there. He went to the antique room with the other, uh, with the other, mob, with the other mob guys. Mm-hmm. Scares one of them. And now, uh, because of this, the cat is trapped in the box. Yep, and they break a vase on top of that. Or yeah, and and the cat's got flashbacks of being abandoned in a box. Yak is able to find um, uh, Ohagi, and they free him. And then the two guys uh, go to uh, Sakuragi. They, 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 yeah, the broker is like, "Oh, how are you guys going to pay for this?" And then and he then stops himself because he sees the cat. The cat, and he reminds him of his wife. He's showing yeah, mercy. Yeah, yeah, because it's called the daughter. Was speaking for the yeah. cat. Yeah, like I didn't mean to. I startled them. Everything is okay. I'm sorry. I, I thought that was adorable. It was adorable. And he's just like, this is your only chance. <laughs> there won't be a next time. And like, sorry. 
And there was a flashback with Kirishima when he got for the same fan, and the wife is right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was a nice play of it. Mm-hmm, and they mm-hmm. get you definitely remind me of your mother. And that was the end of the episode. I, no, sorry, we forgot. Yeah, the main antagonist again. Yeah, white hair guy Yuri. And he's like, oh, like that's I, not I, you, demon of the Sakuragi family, playing a father. What's yeah? This? It, it's like like I like show out the real you, right? And and then the episode. This was great. It was adorable, dude. Like literally, like episode two made me cry. Episode three, wholesome. This is one of the yeah. this is one of the more wholesome shows that I've seen in a long time, and just in general, dude. Like it's very emotional. Like if you love, like you know, this is the type of little girl I like to see in anime, bro. Not fucking Anya. Give me a Yarika. Give me Yarika all day over fucking Anya. Yeah, I said it, motherfuckers. Come fight me, straight up, fucking straight up. All right, let's get it. God, every time I see fucking Anya, be stupid. I want to punt her. I want to fucking punt her. And then you know what's crazy? A lot of my fans that have uh, that have children are like, "Oh, children are like that. They're just like Anya." I'm like, I guess I'm gonna be punting fucking children then. You know who's not like Anya? Fucking Yaika. Yaika's not like Anya. Give me a Yaika. All right, let's go to the main event before it turns into this. Uh, Man Abyss, another. Beautiful episode and fucked up. <laughs> it, it, I wouldn't say it, I wouldn't classify it as beautiful. Definitely fucked up. I'm saying like theater and all that is still beautiful. Of course. Basically, yeah, um, we, picked, we picked up where we left off. They're in mm-hmm. the city of Hollows, mm-hmm. and uh, we call Rico is looking for a whistle, and this thing has pr- Prushka. Prushka, yeah, and they're opening Prushka. With uh, a chisel, basically, and, and she's like, "What are you doing, sir?" And then Rika stops herself, like, "No, no, no, no it wasn't Rico. It was Reg. Reg was like, oh, you motherfuckers! Like, was gonna go attack.' And Reg stop or Rico stops Reg, and he, she's like, "Wait, Prushka doesn't mind." And then and they he, explain why they do it, like, "Yeah, but basically to make mm-hmm. a better sound come out." Yeah, it, you can't have it within the stone, or you can't have the stone hidden once it's. Got- you can't have the stone hit it because again, it won't be able to play. Stop it! It won't be able to play the sound that comes with the whistle when you blow it. So basically, yeah, they were helping, right? And then, and so they left it be. Yeah, they left it be for now. This hollow thing, I don't think I don't I don't remember his name. I uh, well, what if we click on it? We'll be... That giant snake-like things. Well, you know who it reminds me of? It reminds me of um the 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 leader. From the toward the end of the episode, which we'll talk about. Oh, the like the princess from the first expedition from the first expedition. Yeah. Oh right. Okay. Why uh, do they have Bondrud? They, they shows Bondrud as a character in in season three. I think I think we're gonna see him because remember he's he's still seeing what they're doing. Is he? Yeah, because uh, what you call it? Uh, Nanachi mentions it. Oh, that's know. why. That's why Nanachi's like, I'm sorry to see Rico shit. Oh yeah. That type of thing. That that's why. Anyway, um, yeah, so um, yeah, we get the explanation, and so they go to a market, and so with the market, you know, they see all these things. Rico ends up finding like, oh, these are old cave raver gear. Like this is all ancient from like previous times. They're like, yeah. oh my god, it's a it's a letter from mom's thing. I want this. I want this. And the and the the thing the guy explains like, hey, you can't touch other people's shit of value, and like everything is of value. You could yeah. sell yourself for value. And she's like, I'm not selling myself. Like okay, whatever, and they keep on going. Well, we're gonna sell. We can sell this. 
Yeah, and she's like, oh, can I sell it? Yeah, you can barter. That's fine. But they don't get a chance to. As they keep going, basically, um, they get uh, really into um, what's the uh, um, the animal's name? Her pet that was used to be Prishka's? Oh, <sighs> Mena? Mena? Minya. Okay. Yeah, Minya. Minya. Yeah, yeah, yeah Minya. Oh, God. I felt so bad for that thing. Yeah, so they everybody gets excited with Minya, and they're like, okay, you can play with Minya. And then this one... I guess creature was basically trying to find like you know playing with Menya. Except- oh, uh, so, oh, we missed them before that. Hmm. Uh, that they actually had currency to stay at, at an inn. No, that, that's after the fact. That's after the, what they did with Menya. No, that, that no, that, I could have no, that's after. That's after. That's after Menya. That's okay. after what happened with Menya. So basically, um, they're playing with Menya, and then the guy the, he pushes, he squeezes Menya, and then Menya's eye pops out of its skull. And its asshole, like, basically becomes like, uh, what's it called? Like, hemorrhoided out, like, protrudes out. Yeah. And Rika freaks out, like, why, why did you do that? Why would you do that? I can't believe you guys. Why would you do that? And, and the, I thought the it big, died. It was like, <laughs> yeah, I thought it died too. And then the, um, the, what's called, uh, what's her face comes over? Um, uh, uh, God, what's her name? Um, Danachi comes over. Yeah. And um, basically says, oh, it's fine. It'll just be sore for a while and swollen for a while. Pushes the eyeball in and pushes the asshole back in. And uh, the guy's like, oh, how much would you value? um, uh, How much much do you value Menya? She's like, oh, like, I can't put a value on it. So she's like, oh, would you say that it's invaluable? And she goes, yeah. And you hear a noise, like a a scream "Ah!" from the distance. And the thing that fucked up Menya begins to run. And Rico's like, what the fuck is being punished? And they're like, oh, it's called the balancing. Basically, if you cause damage or destroy something that someone considers a value, they can uh, you basically give um, you basically give what that value is. Since you deem that Menya is invaluable, it's going to give you your just rewards. And we basically see all like the toys that this fucking animal had. Anything, uh, Anything of value to him was destroyed. You see this guy's soul just be fucking destroyed when he sees his like favorite stuffed animal be burned to a crisp. And then they're like, oh, we still don't have enough. And they start ripping its body to pieces and killing it. And yep. they, uh, his body gets sent to other people for food or people play with his body. Like it's really fucked up. And then on top of that, at the end, like I guess part of his body becomes currency and they get a, a, a few currencies and they get a giant currency. And the guy's like, oh, well, you know, with this much currency, like you won't be, you know, you'll be good. Yeah, basically, yeah. Basically, she got compensated for what happened. Yeah, she got compensated for what happened. And on top of that, because of what they just saw, they were like, oh, I think everybody recognizes like you're pretty valuable. So no one's going to mess with you or fuck you up because yes. they recognize like you're valuable. So they end up staying in the inn. They get food. And, and like this growl ugly flies around. Yeah, flies around. And Rico's like, oh, it's actually good. Stop. It's tasty. It's tasty. It's tasty. And it gives her the shits. Yep, again. Again. So she's running. She, to the has, she has terrible bladder and bowel issues. Yeah, she has definitely irritable bowel syndrome, it seems. No doubt. Yeah, that and just, again, a very yeah, shitty bladder, pun intended. So, yeah, so she's out of commission for the rest of the episode, basically. Yeah, and so uh, Nachi and Reg are basically mm-hmm. looking around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you see these hollows in a pack. Like, what's going on? And they say, like the like the queen is here. 
Yeah, and they're like, "Who is the queen?" And basically, they're all blunt. Reg basically. Hold on, we got a comment. What in the world are you talking about? Well, Elwitz, we're talking about Made in the Abyss. How good of you to join us, <laughs> Elwitz? Hey, we got a name at least this time, and he's from YouTube. Yeah, how you doing? We got two names on YouTube. Shout out to all you guys watching, all three folk of you. Yep, uh, yep. How good of you to join us? Glad to have yeah, you. As we're wrapping this up very slowly but sure just about yeah um yeah, but no and that basically is like uh do we follow them that type of thing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we see this princess of this village and faputa <laughs> that's her name yeah yeah and basically we get a flashback when reg puts her eyes on puts his eyes on her and we see when they first arrive in the golden city like the explorers they are first yeah. arrived in the golden city you know like they admit like oh yeah you know they're on a suicide squad basically like they're a lot less numbered than what they went in with people have died and whatnot yep and um we see these hollows greet them and they trying to get the language trying to get the language and they welcome them to the golden city and then bless you little fucker and um all of a sudden we see one of the giant birds come over and eat the fucking hollow and that's how the episode basically Pretty much. so it is definitely a fucked up episode no doubt also i love the ed for this yes i love the op too but ed is super good like so many good fucking songs dude this season it's gonna be tough so many songs oh yeah no i think this is good one soundtrack for sure probably it, it would have won the sound. It, 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 I should hope. I hope it went, uh, won soundtrack back in 2017 for season one. Probably. I got. I got to look. But no, this. No, I'm loving this series. I'm loving season two. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. no, we got we got we got plenty of bangers throughout this throughout this week, except for a few. Such a strong season, dude. Such a strong season. Is, yeah, and, and that's and that's why it's tough. Yeah, dude. Like chorus. Fucking uh what's it called? Overlord, uh Yakuza, Class- Call the Night, Made in the Classroom, Isekai OG San. Oh, there's my top five. I just named my top five. Yeah, no. And Imagine so, I picked and- up my chorus and I'm like, oh, but that's my top five now. Yeah, and with Summertime Renner is still going. Mm-hmm. We still got cuckoos, which will come back next week. <laughs> yep. Even the etchies are really solid etchies. These are the best etchies in terms of plot I've seen. Since I've started watching anime edgies that aren't hentai, no, yeah, no, they've been so far. They, they they weren't like forced or bad. Mm-mm. It all definitely, fits the context. It fits the story. Yeah, definitely own. better than. I, they definitely do a better job of it than Worlds and Harems. Uh huh. Uh huh. Even the censorship, I chuckle it, on the Crunchyroll version yeah. of the censorship. Instead of having the giant strips, you see giant air windows, like like on windows. And it said, air, content cannot be displayed due to nudity. And it's in Japanese. And I thought it was funny. It's like pop-ups. It's like pop-up, air, 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 air. So at least it's kind of funny from that standpoint. Even if it's going to be shitty with you know the principle of blotting out the opi. Uh, closing thoughts for the week? Super solid week, dude. Very super solid week. I can't wait to see how it ends. As Like I said, we're recording on a Friday. So tomorrow is going to be Black Summoner, which is one of my faves. Um, like Chorus. Engage Kiss, Cuckoos. Damn, that's a four. Saturday's a four-banger right now for me. Uh, also, we're not recording next week. I am going away for my birthday. I forgot which, about that. Yeah, which which passed. It was fine. Yes. Happy belated again. I did I wish you a happy birthday. I think I wish you a happy birthday. You, yeah, you did. You, yeah, you did it on the air. I did. Yeah, I'm happy and belated I, again. Yeah, it happened Monday. It was nice. Nice and quiet. I liked yep. it. That's what's up. That's what's up. 
Yep. So yeah, I'm going to Canada Tuesday. Oh, Canada! How better than America you are. And right now, yeah. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'll be back Sunday. I'll try to catch up with everything I can before we record uh, the following Thursday. We will see. We hope. Uh, I I should be able to. Well, I'll figure it out. But anyway, we ate our we talked our cake. We ate our cake. We are now. Full cake. It's a pretty. I would expect it to be longer. We're only at two seventeen. No, and we might edit some shit. Honestly, it was just two two and a half hours. I think we're good. Yeah, dude. We went over twenty one different. No, we went over more. We went over like twenty seven different anime. Yeah. So if we can keep it like this, we're good. Uh, anyway, you can follow me on Twitter at Demon Phoenix Twelve. You can follow our actual Talk to Cakey Twitter at Talk to Cakey. We want to thank Sean, our editor from W2M Network, for hosting us, uh, having us on your favorite local podcast. We have a link. Uh, we have a link tree on our Twitter. If you follow that, we are on we're on uh, Amazon, Apple Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio. You find you name it, it's probably there. There's there's, there's a bunch. And uh, what you call? We want to thank Chairshot Radio for hosts for them hosting us on their Chairshot Radio network every Sunday. Uh, I believe they are cut up. With, they are cut up at the backlog on there. Uh, this hopefully this should be out in a few days. Uh, also, we have a Facebook group called Eat the Cake Anime on Facebook. Uh, if you join it, let us know how you found us. If it's for this, we'll give you a shout out. We'll take care of you. Also, we also have uh, we are looking for special guests for our secondary show, Kiki Shop. Uh, if you have Whenever a favorite, that- eventually we got we got we got to get more people. Uh, uh, we got that. Uh, we we basically that's one we just focus on one anime or a certain topic that we think we stretch out to an hour. Uh, if it's an anime that we haven't watched and you want to talk about it, convince us to watch it. That ordeal. Basically, messages I talk to Keiki on the Twitter. Uh, let us know when your availability is, and we will work something out, even your plugs. Or you can message us on Talk to Keiki on Instagram at T A L K T H E K E K I. That's Talk to Keiki. We are on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at, at, at uh, podcast.senpai. That is my uh, podcast Instagram. You can follow me at AI underscore anime 24. That is my anime Instagram um, where I post my uh, daily updates in terms of shows that I watch and reviews and such. Uh, you can follow uh, me. Where the fuck else can you follow me? You can follow me on Twitter at S-H-O-S-T-O-P-P-A-2-4. That's Showstopper 24. Follow me on there. Um, and we also have analyst pay. Well, you have a my analyst page. I have an analyst. You can follow me at uh, analyst.co slash s h o s t o p p a two four nine. Um, again, all of our uh, socials have a link tree where you can follow us, follow our endeavors, follow our socials wherever you want to listen to us, etc. Um, on a personal note, I just found out that my podcast host from the MMA for Marks podcast, Andy, he's got a wildfire fire in his house and he got evacuated and his house is on fire so my podcast host is having a really shitty time shout out to you brother i hope the house isn't too fucked up when you get back and you and your family are safe and you're able to recover anything that you could whatever the case is hopefully not but yeah my boy's fucked up there so uh, a little personal a little sad little ending there from that standpoint all right well i wish him the best for his friends families all that jazz uh, anyway, uh, in two weeks, we'll, we will be back. 
Uh, we will be talking about the Dragon Ball. Actually, not that that's Dragon Ball movie yet. That's in, sometime next month. Yeah, uh, we will be we will be talking about the maid I hired recently is mysterious as that comes out this Sunday. Mm, mm. So that was another one we will be talking about, and that we are watching together. <laughs> yes, another one. Yes, thank God. Uh, now, if you go, if you can watch Isekai OG side, that's less for a separate. <laughs> we'll see. Alrighty. Uh until then, we'll see you guys in two weeks. Arigato, Anato Faku, and Sayonara. Sayonara Minasan. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And broadcast. I always forget to do that first. Looking for a career with purpose, a state-of-the-art workplace, and great work culture? Merck has opportunities in West Point for a wide range of skill sets, diploma, degree, or somewhere in between. Go to jobs.merck.com slash Westpoint. Meet Allison, teammate at Truist Bank. Hi. She was born to care, and she always had your back. You could say that. Like that time back in the mid-80s when she spotted Stacy Kaminsky with her new perm, and a car was coming, about to hit a puddle. So Allison jumps in front of the splash, just in time to protect Stacy's fresh curls. Look, I had to do it. A wet perm just doesn't work. Today, Allison's a teammate at Truist, the bank that starts with care. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank. Learn more at truist.com slash care. Truist Bank, member FDIC. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.